and every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn. I'm Dave Charnick. And we're live. Back at So High. Back at So High. Full show. Full show. Full show, full swing. New microphones, new mics. Hopefully, fully it covered. We, you know, you, it's up to you they guys. sound actually really good, Vinny. Give us, a, give that. us a heads up on how that sounds. I mean, you sound. I will be getting I a call great. very soon. All right, you will from who? Uh, Marky Mark. Oh. Mike Mark Wahlberg. Yes, the, Mar- the Marky Mark himself. No shit. How yeah. do you know him? These big old friends. They went to school together. No, we didn't. Yes. Vinny didn't. One degree <laughs> has never been to Boston. Um, he's from Boston, Vinny. Come on. What? Well, oh no! I was just saying that I'm more of a fan of his brother, who was in New Kids on the Block, or the Hamburgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, we walked by a Wahlburger. Did you, in Donnie California. Wahlberg? Yeah. Do you do you do you listen to the Howard Stern show at all and know mm. the whole? Uh, no. Eric, no, you don't know. The I whole don't. Thing? All right. Let's give it, let's give everybody a scenario of what's happening since we have a full show. Yes. Full show. So we have uh, well, we have James Bean, man on the scene, is going to come on in a minute and intro our first guest because uh, we were supposed to have him on two weeks ago are Haven't you sure ha- you want to say he's going to be our first guest like you're that confident he's ready oh, to go 100%. in I the bullpen hit him up this morning okay he's ready he's in delhi now last time he was uh, literally <sighs> trying to get to the internet so basically we have irzine from uh indian land race exchange who is an awesome uh journalist documenter uh cannabis enthusiast breeder and- Genetics enthused. Covering it all. Covering yeah. all bases. And the thing is, he's living in the, literally the epicenter of, of cannabis as far as, uh, you know, real. You talk about land race. That's where the, that's where the land race has come from. Because, well, you know, it's, it's still argued about where it originated, but it's definitely somewhere in that zone. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's well, a, that was my question because I was with my kid in the car today talking about it. And then I said land race out loud and yeah. looked at me and said, what's the land race? And I said, you know what? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. I would say if I had to define it, it would be the oldest original unadulterated genetics of any species of of plant. Yeah, I mean like, that we could find. You have to always, if you really want to go back, it always it always originated somewhere, right? So there is always there's going to be, and but like again, that's up in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the Pakistan sort of Afghan area, it seems to be where, as far as we can tell. Uh, you know, it's somewhere in China. It's somewhere. It's it's in that zone. It's, it's mm. coming from out of that area. So we have, but Pakistan, Afghanistan, um, which is where they're based. Which and he's in India. Um, uh, are some of the most amazing locked up genetic pools out there. And of course, Afghan is what changed cannabis growing for for anybody who was growing indoors, um, wanting to bring you know make grow plants in a reasonable time frame. Before that, it was always like long equatorial sativas, was where everything was coming from. So it was all from Thailand or from Mexico, and places like that. And so it was always like you try to grow those in Vermont, you know what I mean? And it's just oh not, yeah, it's Michigan. N- it's not quite working, but 
once the Afghan varieties started coming in uh, via like uh, the the Brotherhood uh, people like that who were bringing back loads uh, with those Afghan loads, they bring seed also, and that, that literally changed the game. So, didn't people say that um, Northern California had the same type of uh, altitude climate? And seasons as Afghanistan, and that's why a lot of those early strains did well there. Or was that just bullshit to cover up because they, it was really sort just of, sort of kind of doesn't have the altitude that they have there. I mean, it's, um, actually, when where where Area Four Twenty was was really like that is as close to Afghanistan as you're going to get because it's they got the altitude surrounded by mountains with a, with a high desert because that's what Afghanistan uh, is. It's like Afghanistan is not California. Do they have the same mosquitoes they have at Area Four Twenty in Afghanistan? Probably worse. Oh, right. fuck. Probably worse. No, I don't know. Though. Really? Not sure. Not sure. Middle East and, and is not... Globfather so was in Afghanistan last week, so we should ask him in a little bit when he comes probably out. Probably would have a good, you know. good overview. I mean, he was in what? He was in Afghanistan, Pakistan. Yeah, he's he's everywhere. He's just such a world traveler. So we're going to be talking with him, with Irizine, in a minute, um, in about 20 minutes, actually. Um, we also got KSAS in the house. You're just rolling in right now, unlocking some awesome-looking glass. And yeah, there's some lore coming out on the counter here right now. For sure. I mean, wow. And uh, we're going to have her in studio, and we also... Um, Jay from Dry Flower Solutions, because exactly. it's harvest time coming up, and if you haven't thought about what you're going to do with your crop, then you suck because you, you needed to think about that a long time ago and secure whatever equipment you need or whatever labor. And Jay's going to come in and give you a rundown on um, what you should be doing right now, who you should be talking to. Um, and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to have to, to call him on. Remember the party in Vegas in November? Mm -hmm. They were a sponsor, and they gave us like $2,000 worth of equipment, of harvest equipment, which we never picked up. So I'll have to remind him about oh, that tonight. Really? When was he it over it. there in Vegas? No, no, no. He, he'll get it to wherever we need to go. He but was did like, it get sent to there? And we no, no. Okay, it didn't get sent. Okay. No, it was just like, listen, we can do. We don't have cash, just like everybody in this industry is cash poor right now, but we've got lots of product. Yeah. And uh, that's what they can do. So maybe we'll good find time. a home for it. Good timing. Good timing. Good times. Good times. Um, yeah, and they, they definitely, I looked at his website and he's, he's upgraded his stuff and he's got it got dialed shit. in as like packages that are really easy to follow and, you know, f for, and it's also like, I mean, I have a dedicated dry room, so, but it, many people don't, a lot of people use tents or kind of just winging it each time. So it's good if you can like, especially if you had like a purpose, uh, once you have like a setup, like he's got in a tent, I think your efficiency rate will go up tremendously. You know who reached out to me? Um. Martin Delu from Sunseekers in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. And it just, I just was looking on their page today, actually. Yeah. Because so I saw that he liked our, our thing. Well, I was talking to him, and he keeps writing me about how he is doing. It's like one of the first collabs between Sunseekers and um, Rare Dankness, which okay. now is um, House of Dankness. I guess it's been rebranded. I never thought anything with Dankness was uh, any. I, I just thought that word doesn't play well. I think it was House of Dank, wasn't it? I think now it's House of Dankness, but well, I don't um, know. What, is, what is it? Their dispensary was House of Dankness, uh, and so and then he, so he made a nutrient company for a second with that same name and all that stuff, and then right. I think he he sold all of the. He has not Scott Reach. Yeah, you're talking about yeah, has nothing. Scott to do has with nothing to do with that at all nope. anymore. But he's still doing rare dankness, yeah. from what I understand, as a, as a seed brand. But um, so yeah, Martin. Yeah, I think so. No, he's still doing. Oh, is he? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. 
Martin got me in touch with um, the guy who's running it right now, and we're going to have him on the show in a couple of weeks, and we're also going to have some of uh, Martin's I like products. How, I like how it's Sun Seekers and they're in Amsterdam. It's like, you guys, there's you guys, no sun. You guys went to the wrong place. <laughs> looking for sun. Yeah, like, but you know what? Martin is, he's just quite brilliant when it comes to diversifying his ability to make money because he's got the genetics line, but he also has a whole you know, a slew of clothing, T-shirts, things like that. A clothing line, speak of the devil, Globfather in the house, who has Globfather T-shirts and and all that stuff. But um, Takentops.com, right? Yeah, Takentops.com. Oh, shit. Because why make it small that people could type it? Add the word cannabis, cannabis which is is going to be spelled wrong. No one ever spelled it wrong, like Mark's shirt. (laughs) No one ever spelled it like Mark's shirt before. Um, so that cannabis. Be- you know how many people I've seen do that? Or it's like, oh, I saw this. I yeah. saw this great meme the other day, which was um, did, it was base. I don't know who did it, but it was fucking brilliant. Where it was like just kept going over and over with. They showed screenshots of the way people spelled pregnant, and it was like no one could spell it right. So it was like, hold preg- on, let's hold on. Pregnant, P-R- pregnant. I'm, and it was just hilarious. Like they just did these little, and it was just like. Each one, you were like, God, no one can spell that for some reason. Yeah, it's weird. Well, and come on. Let me give me a chance here. P-R-E-G-N. Oh, God. It, I want to say A-N-T. I think that's correct. Yeah. I think you're right. Mark, Jamie? Yeah. He's, he you're heard right. you. Oh, he yeah, that was great. You. Yeah. Thank you. You can spell. Now you have to say it in a sentence. <sighs> I was a terrible speller. I mean, terrible, 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 like terrible. bad, real bad, like worse than Mark. Oh, I'm, I'm really real good bad. at spelling, actually. Are you really? No, Are you a spelling bee? It's weird. I don't know why. I don't even know why. Just uh, kidding. I'm naturally not too bad. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but I'm not great. I would never say I'm a fucking awesome. Like, you, you put me in a spelling bee, forget about it. I'm yeah. Like, Under pressure. Get no about good. It. Forget about it. So it coming. We have um. This is like the pre, the, the calm before the storm of upcoming cannabis events, right? So, right now it's August. We're going to be in September any day, and then I yeah, think they changed then it. Then it goes down, down. Boom. Yeah. I mean, it gets crazy here. We'll. It'll. It'll get real cold real quick. But then we what? We have MJ BizCon in November. Just after that, we have the Cowboy Cup in Tulsa in December. Um, Emerald Cup also, same time period. Emerald Cup. Uh, we just missed uh, uh, the Cannabis Business Times did an event in Las Vegas last week, which actually I saw some some photos from, and it was they had a really good turnout. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, I almost forgot. We have Rand also calling in to give us an update on the uh, Rare Evo event coming up <coughs> next week, which we will be so doing wait, our it's show. Rare Evo, not Rare Balloon anymore? It's Rare Evo. Rare Evo, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Good to, ah, know. Good, good to know. know. Good to know the names yeah. of your of your thing. But yeah, right. he's, well, he's going to come in and straighten us all out on all of that. Oh yeah. Uh, near to the end of the show, and uh, if you are in Denver and you're into crypto, then next week you should come check us out because that's going to be yeah. a pretty sick event. It was really cool last year, and now it's looks like it's going to be bigger, better, more. Do you remember when we had Al Harrington on the show? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was Al, and he was calling us from the boat. Vegas. Oh, the boat? No, that was the one time he called us from the boat trip. That was Miami. I'm talking about the last the last one he was on. He was on. He was in Vegas, and something about how they couldn't get restaurant reservations oh, yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and I, get, yeah. I called and I got them. I called the director of restaurants for MGM Properties and got them in. Yeah. And he wrote me back and he said they're here right now eating. I'm like that's really cool. Well, our friend Yvonne Luthra, 
the mm-hmm. Bitcoin. Yeah. It, w- it was supposed to actually be here next week. He's still a billionaire, or is the Bitcoin down so bad he's less? No, I'm sure. I'm sure he does well. Bitcoin, he did point thousand air. He 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 did share something today that um he just said like look I'm human, I make mistakes like everyone else, and I got I fell for a phishing scam. Somebody duped a buddy of mine's email account, and everything and the wallet was like one character different and he didn't notice the wallet difference and he just like they do in high finance he said listen i need you to send me 30 bitcoin you know real quick for a second and i'll send it back at the end of the day and he wound up losing 30 grand so it was like three bitcoin or whatever it was always send one in advance just to make sure yeah and he sent it to the he sent it to someone else's thing and he's like it can happen to anybody you know so he said the 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 takeaway is you can't beat yourself up we're living in a new world everyone that's doing crypto right now is a pioneer and we're kind of all figuring it out but yeah welcome to the show james bean man on the sea look at this new New backdrop his new place (laughs) new fresh hey hey nice nice plain wall right can't get my fucking computer to work so there's no backdrop today did you find your weed which bag was it in? That's, Kitchen supplies. At least you got yeah. that. At least you found that. What? Do, what yeah, is no, that? that was fucking crucial. How crucial. can that be any good right now? It's been in a plastic bag for a week. He loves it. Gives it a little extra, extra what? ring. Yeah, what am I supposed to keep it? Really, keep it in a paper bag? You're not supposed to keep it in a bag at all. We do have this thing called glass, or you can uh. use um. Uh, Grove bags, which those Turplock bags are fucking bomb. Ah, speaking of tangent again, Grove bags are bags will be coming in very shortly. Okay. Um, You'll be able to get Adam Dunn show Grove bags and even a few with my face. You can blame everything on me. Yeah. Oh, if it goes goes wrong. (laughs) No, you only put the weed you want to go bad in the bag. We keep getting these Adam Dunn show weeds everywhere. Uh, What's going on? I don't know, man. So where are you now, James? Puerto I'm still in Cancun. I'm just, Cancun. I'm just in a different area. No, I want oh, to, I, I heard you're getting I a visitor. To PV. I heard you're getting a visitor. What do you mean? I, I am, actually. I How'd you know? Yeah. Uh, our buddy Daniel. I talked to him yesterday. Cowboy Cup. Oh, Dan's coming to see him. Coming yeah. to hang. He said he's going, he's going down to hang out with James Bean. I was like, oh, okay. I get it. You're putting him up? <laughs> yeah, I was going to see if he wanted to go diving, but he doesn't want to go. There's not enough time to go diving. So no, he literally said he's going for a day. I was like, are you going for a day now? He's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, I got, I'm about to go into crazy mode. So right before I go into crazy mode, I need to go hang out with my bro. So. He, he, he loves tacos El Pastor. So. <laughs> I saw Frontier advertised $89 from Denver to Cancun. Yeah, I mean, and, and the nice thing about that is everybody's in Denver, come on down to Cancun. But it's, it, it's like a direct flight. So it's four hours. There's no layovers. You get on, you fucking take an edit bowl, you wake up. It costs me 40 bucks to get up here with my car pretty much, like back and forth. You know what I mean? Like when I do gas. It's $50 for two, an Uber from my house two trips to, the to, to Denver in the car, basically. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. They're, Cancun's, they're, they're, they're beefing up. Like I said, they were, they've been like the number one destination for a while, and now they're, they're keeping that into the hot season. Uh, airlines are putting up. United's bringing in bigger jets. They're putting up more spaces at the airport. And then with the train coming, the train is going to make stops at the airport. So that makes this, that will open up everything. Why don't you walk your camera around and give us a tour of Casa de Bino? No, we don't need to see Casa de Boxo. (laughs) (laughs) And these are my unpacked boxes. How many guest bedrooms do you have? Uh, Not not enough for you, Dave. What? 
Fuck her. I, I'm all, I, I got enough for all my ugly shirts. I wow. just keep all my ugly shirts. Oh, damn. Got that, a whole, whole look wing. at that. That was, He just closed a he four dinged. and a half year arc. He just dinged you. Dinged, bam. <laughs> he just dinged. <laughs> bam. Took a while. Wow. But now it's. You got to bring up the shirts again. I was told never to bring those up again. You brought it up. You broke the I, ice. Yeah. I was playing the slow game. All right. Well, where. <laughs> <laughs> where's. Uh, so, actually, I was going to ask where. Is it Irazine? Is that how you pronounce We're it? We're all going to pronounce it differently. Irazine. Irazine. Yeah, I, I, don't know. I was going to ask you guys that. I, I don't know. Um, I, I always sure, pronounce I always pronounce it the way I think it should sound, and it's never right. So Let me like call I, Amit. I'll get him on to translate for us. Oh, we don't need Amit to translate <laughs> a name. We just ask him. We say, how do you say it again? Because we forgot the last yeah, time. How do you pronounce your name correctly? It's been three years. He, he did say it. We could just watch our original show where I asked him the original same question and just totally forgot. Totally forgot. Yeah. It's only been three years, though. So. But, are, are they playing this the bar- crazy video right now of, uh, of Afghanistan and the Taliban takeover? He's got a whole bunch of stuff growing. Well, you, you saw that one he pl- cool. posted yesterday with the, the market, the hash market, the once a year hash market. Yeah. That looked dope. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where he's got the, the aged cured. Hash carnival. They got the cured, one, one bucket of cured and one bucket of fresh. I was like, damn, that looks fucking awesome. Wow. You just would roll around, roll around, grab people's more than, shit. More than one bucket. There's like, there's like 15 or 20 buckets here. I'm seeing oh, I know. Yeah, no, lots here. of buckets. But everybody has one. Yeah. Like, they all bring it aged, and they bring a fresh. So you got, because people oh, like, because yeah. some people want to work it themselves and age it, and right. other people want it already cured. Actually, I was going through. It's funny, because, you know, it takes so long to get through stuff. And I opened up a bucket and had some hash in there. And I opened up one of these jars, and I was like, Oh shit! It's starting to it's starting to to turn. You know what I mean? When it starts to go, it goes from like this powder to this kind of goo thing, where it just starts to ooze up. So I love it. My my buckets are this big. <laughs> my buckets are like that. Those guys have five gallon buckets, which they turn over and the whole thing slides out like one big hunk. You know, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, Damn. can Mark can Mark show that in the background or, or the the latest one on his on his video there? Mark Perez show. Watching it, it's pretty awesome. No, can Mark show that? He's working on it. You know, he just got back from vacation, so it's like you don't want to push yeah. him now. He's he's oh, still he in vacation. Oh. He's in vacation yep. mode. He's like, do I really so have even, to do even this? Even in vacation mode, he's still he's still good. He's still we, good. Uh, you don't even want to look at him cross. Just right don't now. even don't, see. Like he's he's yeah. worse than you and the shirt right now. He's like he's yeah. he's, he's no. like you you and shirt times two. Yeah, he's ready to crack. <laughs> he's ready. No. Fuck you guys! No, nope. yeah, <laughs> don't don't believe it. Mark is Mark is my buddy. He's a there's one of my DJ brethren. He, he's, he's there. Golden. It is. Look at that. Just, oh, this is awesome. Place. See, boom. Oh. Now we're talking. This is like this is like Emerald Cup. Yeah, there's like it's the Emerald Cup, Emerald Cup in like Afghanistan. Pounds and pounds. Yeah. Look at that. That's it. Is sick. Wow. You know, what I'm thinking is <laughs> I like it because everyone just has buckets, like buckets, 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 buckets. Yeah. Buckets. Not, you know, if it goes in a cup, it'll be fancy boxes. Oh and, you know, these wood grain things. These guys are just no. buckets. No, exactly. I didn't see this yesterday. This is, yeah, this is dope. Fuck it. I love it. Fuck it. Fuck you it. Take some, oh, I got you test it. You just take it and fucking light That's your samples. I love the samples. A little tester. Yeah. <laughs> just pull out a couple grams. Lighter, oh, make sure at, it melts right. Look at Dave's face. He's like, man. I really, I get me. Can we? Put, oh my God! He said it's once. It says once a year, so it definitely would be something to go yeah. to. I would love to. Uh, I mean, plus that, it looks like the weather. Where, looks where awesome. is this? What what country is this in? Pakistan, India, India. I can go. Pakistan, there I can go. No problem. I'm not going to Pakistan. Yeah, he says I'm not allowed to go to Afghanistan with him. He says they like big white guys. No. Yeah, they've had. They probably have a few issues with those kind of guys. 
You yeah. just have to grow your beard out. You'd be a fucking local. Oh, I know. No problem. We're no, no, right. Adam would. Yeah. Wear the right pants. Wear the right. You got to put on the big old, big, big. F- I'll grow my beard things. out too, though. I mean, it will be white, but. So why, 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 where, what happened to the beard? Where is the beard, by the way? Who? You. He's done with it. Bo- I, did, I, 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 I finished it. I, fin- I was like, this, you got, the problem is I'm in Colorado, so it's like you start to, you, you walk into the room, and you're like, it's the guy with the beard, and you're like, ah, they all got beards. Like, so, got a little unoriginal, you know? Right. So. I see, I see. Uh, oh, I like it. Extra work Works. on this? I know, right? Got a, little more, got a little more wang to it, a little Fuck. more wang for the buck. It's got less. That's so funny. That what movie was that? I, 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 I. It's got something in the punch. It's got that sort of wang taste to it. Mm. Is it grease? I don't remember. Oh, James, you're missing out, man. Watch your video, though. I, I, I'm gonna get some scratch and sniff. That would be a great technology to have. Like if you could recreate, like if you had a box of terpenes and it knew how to recreate it on the other end. It will happen. It's yeah. coming. Don't worry. That's 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 in the works. The only problem right now is they have they've they've already tr- been doing this. And the thing is, they just have such a limited, like thirty seven different combinations that can turn into ten thousand. You know, but still, it's barely scratching the surface of of what you can do. So when I used to work for the energy company here in Colorado, we uh, Coca Cola was my client, and we went to Georgia to the Coca Cola, the main plant. And they showed us the technology they have in their fucking soda systems where with four syrups or five syrups, they could make every single um, soda. Yeah, it's nice. And that's it. They don't even have to ship the soda anymore. They just ship the, uh, the syrup. The, the raw and, juice. And it makes yeah, it sure. in the soda machine. The juice. The precious juice. Yeah. I like that for a while. They had, I saw they had this, there was this guy doing like fake meat. They had fake fish, and they had this huge printing machine. It was like a whole room, and it came up. The guy was like, they made grouper. I was like, holy fuck. They made a, a, they made a, a steak. They made. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they made like a synthetic fish thing, grouper. And I was like, what? What? Wait a minute. Yeah. Like they. Oh, yeah. It was a whole room. The guy's like, what do you want? Sirloin steak? Uh, some fi- How about some fish? Oh, like then, synthetic proteins. Yeah, it was all. It was gross. Oh my God! Well, how does what does a vegetarian think of that? That's bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it went from bad to worse. But worse. Speaking to of worser. which, Doster's rolled in. It's been going from bad to worse. Uh oh. Hey, there he is. Uh, Why so don't you explain who that is for everybody who doesn't know? It's the it's the master the master himself Gandalf of hemp here in Colorado. If you're in Colorado and you're into hemp, you know who Doss is. Anybody into ice cream? Ooh, hemp ice cream? Yeah, ice cream. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, James, what's the special this week? Uh, who, who knows? What do you mean, who knows? You're uh, on the show. You're supposed to tell people. You don't save it for Danko's show. Well, I know, you're right. Um, we're doing flash sales. So we, we have flash sales every week. Uh, like, this week's massive. Uh, I think we've got TSK on a flash sale. Um, and so those have been pretty pretty big each weekend. Uh, Why don't we have KSAS come sit down with us while we're waiting? He's coming on in one minute because oh, okay. we don't want to. That's the whole point. Oh. Come on, dude. <laughs> get it together. Give her her time. And I'm like, Rocking hey, and now we can't talk to you for the next hour. So, no, we have a join in the yeah. She can watch the show. Chill out. Relax. You don't have things wrong. You don't have so, things So uh, we got National Relaxation Day coming up, which is or we already passed National Relaxation Day. So coming up, we got National Dog Day. National Relaxation Day? 
Really? Yeah, it's a chill and grow event. Isn't that every day? It's chill. Gotcha. Is it really? Well, is not, that for, a, not for some people. Is that not, an official? Not everybody's day? like that. What is this unlimited yeah. free seeds with purchase? What does that say? It's, it's unlimited free. What, what does it mean? I mean, it's so it's it's uh, the more you buy, the more free seeds I give you. Basically, I, I keep thinking you're on the computer screen. Um, so, like, if you buy a hundred bucks, up to two hundred bucks, you get one seed. You buy three hundred bucks, you get two seeds. You buy four hundred bucks, you get four seeds. Five hundred bucks, you get five seeds. Six hundred bucks, you get six seeds. The more you spend, the more free seeds. The more you spend, the more free seeds. And there you go. It doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't really. And once you, when, once you break a hundred bucks, we get free shipping. So that's pretty good. Uh, this month we have August, so it's uh, it's Sin City seeds. So every all Sin City is twenty five percent off. Uh, and then any any strains with peach because the flavor of the month is peach. Any peach strains are also twenty five percent off. Peach. The freebie of the month City. is Granddaddy Perps. Is it real Granddaddy so, Perps? Yeah. Well, there's all kinds of, of which is which is the real Granddaddy Perps. Exactly. Urkel and, and Big Bud. Exactly. I don't know. So. Um, I, I so we got Granddaddy Perps is the freebie this month. Next month we got Lemon Pound Cake. So last month we had Joker's, pretty good, pretty good freebies. Get, everyone gets one of those. Uh, if, still if got you, the shipping. Uh, we've got some new stickers. Got my See the Month Club. All those good things. Uh, we'll have got <laughs> my packaging guy calls me and he's like, I just got all this bird seed. I like, don't fuck with it. Don't. It's not bird seed. There's, there's something with it, right? Because I knew that yeah, he was sending me a package. And he couldn't do the shirt thing again, so it's too obvious. So he put it in bird seed. And so I was like, okay, let me let me get the key. And I call my ran and get the key for, for what you sent me. So we've got a whole bunch of new stuff that he just sent me again. So that would be cool. Wait, so you have to seed. separate out the seed from the bird seed, or it was just marked bird seed? No, it's, it was just it's, seeds. It's 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 in a little it's in a little like uh, wrapped package inside of a bag of bird seeds, and so it blends in, but you it's not, it. but it's separated from allegedly so, many years ago when I traveled someplace, I just put seeds in with the M&Ms and uh, just dumped the whole bag out afterwards and the seeds went right through the spaghetti colander and the M&Ms stayed in. <laughs> and that's how I separated everything. Yeah, there's a size difference. I've never seen seeds the size of M&Ms. No, it was just, I believe me, I wasn't trying to, <laughs> I wasn't hiding them in that way. I was just really just transporting them sort of semi, you know, Semi sort of kind of, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, semi sort of kind of. Maybe. Long, 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 long yeah, time ago. All right. Uh, Those are the days. Just we him. just lost our video, though. It's okay, oh, dude. Okay. Don't worry. You know how to. Oh, check it out how it just went totally dark outside. It's what happens in here. Is the umbrellas flying off and stabbing people? It's Colorado. Yeah, this shit's probably blown away. Yeah, it was, it was like 80 degrees in, overnight. We're fully last insured night. now, you know that. Vinny has uh, got yeah. us insured, so we don't have to worry about catastrophes. We don't have to worry about umbrellas flying into somebody's car. No, when he they... even asked about that. They said the key words are flew through the air because if it's still, right. if it's standing still, it's a collision. If it's flying through the air, it's a totally different situation. Act of God. Yeah, it's like a totally different situation. No, but we'd still be coverable. We'd be covered for it. So, All right. so there you go. How's that? Very cool. Um, I sent him a thing, so hopefully he's on point. Oh, he says, oh, he's joined the meeting. He's here. We can't see because our yeah. screens are. I see he's been stealth the whole time. Vinny. Guy, guy's so slick. You never know, man. You never know with him. So slick. He says he's here. He says he's here. 
Dave's not here, man. Dave's here, man. Hello. Hey, hey. Hey. Welcome. Hi, can you hear me? Yep. We can hear you. Nice. We can hear okay, you. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, I, I was actually here. I was listening to you guys. So, uh, yeah, I have already joined the meeting. Were you here when you when we were watching the video of me drooling at the hash market you showed yesterday on Instagram? <laughs> I literally dropped my jaw on the ground. Yeah, no, uh, it just came in a little more recently, I think. Um, but but I suppose uh, you know you guys will have looked at that video because um, uh, I mean that's just like one of the most uh, spectacular hash markets uh, that you would see around the world. I mean, be it Asia or Europe or even America, uh, because you know the market is set up in such a way that, that it's just really fascinating to look at. You know, even if you're not a smoker, I mean, even if you don't, you know, uh, smoke cannabis, it's just really interesting to look at, you know, how uh, these people are, you know, going about it. Really. Well, yeah, and, also, and you know, yeah. when you know how much work goes into each of those buckets, you start to realize, like, oh, man, that's like, you know, months and months of work for people, you know, uh, all, all in these little, <laughs> like, Homer buckets, or you would call them over here, like Home Depot buckets or something, but it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Uh, and what is it? Do they just, like, is it like um, the purge? They suspend the law for the day, and everybody comes out and does it, and nobody has to worry about anything? Uh, I, mean, I mean, you know, first, uh, you know, talking about what just Adam said, uh, you know, just like, even if you're not a smoker, you, you don't smoke cannabis, you know, you can still appreciate, you know, the magnitude of the setting. But, you know, if, uh, you know, there, there's someone like you and I, you know, who understand, you know, how much work goes into uh, really putting together that that amount of hash, you know, you, you really uh, tend to, you know, appreciate it even more oh, yeah. because there's just like so much of it. Um, uh, so I guess I think, I think what Dave was asking was, yeah, kind of like the legalities of it. How does that work? Um, I'm, I'm sorry? I see, I think they, what Dave was asking was kind of like the legalities. How does that work that you can just all come oh, out yeah, and do and, that? Like in the... Yeah, and come, coming to the legality part of it. I mean, uh, it, it's still to this state, you know, uh, how should I say it? I mean, it's not legal, of course. They don't have a law and a framework for, you know, selling or producing hash. But it, it as it, you know, grows unregulated, you know, this market is pretty much the same. So... It's an unregulated market. It's uh, you know not covered under any kind of law. So these uh, little carnivals are happening actually very in very remote places in the valley. So uh, this this place would be let's say you know surrounded by the fields of cannabis, if you would. So it, it's really a secret place, and you know people uh, you know who wants to buy it, they, they already know where it's going to be taking place. So they just you know get there. It's like if you know, you know, kind of a thing. It's a true. You know, you have to know where the carnival is going to be taking place. So, you know, what what that also does is it it, it kind of makes sure that you know uh, you don't have a lot of tourists out there. Most of the people that you will see in the carnival are there uh, because they really want to make a purchase. They they want to make a bulk purchase of uh, resin and you know they, they want to take it wherever they live and uh, you know maybe make it into little baggies and then you know. Uh, sell it for a little more. So that's so wait, 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 when you're talking bulk purchase, what's a bulk purchase? Um, you know, and anything more, um, a kilo or more than a kilo uh, would be uh, considered. 
but uh, right. you can almost be sure that almost no one is buying just one kilo because wow. you know the effort and you know the the amount of risk that you have to take to be in that carnival you know once you're there you, you just don't want to buy one kilo you want to make that uh, you know presence of yours uh, you know worth it so they they kind of like go ahead and buy 5 kilos 10 kilos you know a whole bucket so uh, because it's not like they're going there every day or every month what do you so think that what, what do you think the top price that people would get there for like a kilo would be like the best of the best um, like the best the most expensive uh, well as far as the prices goes you know, the prices have gone up a lot uh in in the recent time in the last few years because of you know what's been happening in Afghanistan because um uh, you know the, the the production from the Afghanistan side uh, of the border has really dwindled uh, you know drastically because people have not been able to really cultivate freely uh, ever since the Taliban has taken over um uh, so the prices have sort of gone up so you can still get a kilo for say around Two hundred dollars, which you could get for about a hundred dollars, um, just three years ago. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, so, so go into more about that. If you want to talk about the the <laughs> Taliban and and kind of the, them taking over and what that's done to the market and what that's done to you and your preservation and collecting. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Can you repeat the last part? Sure. Just, just, just what, what, what effects that's had on your preservation and collecting? Like, are you still going over there? Are uh-huh. you still seeing the same people? Are those families kind of not doing that anymore? Or what are they doing for income now? Like that whole kind of. Yeah, so it, it, it's really different for a lot of people. So de- depending on you know where you were living in Afghanistan, you know some people who are more closer to the border, such as uh, in Kandahar and, and say Maroof district. you know they had the opportunity to actually uh, you know move away from uh, those areas you know closer to the pakistan border where you know the stranglehold of taliban is not that much so they can you know still cultivate some you know not not in as much space they used to but they can still get some space on rent and they can do their season um so the, then there are people you know who are living in northern of afghanistan you know they don't really have that kind of option that they can you know move towards borders because uh, they're really in the you know middle of the action so um you know it has been different for different farmers but uh, as far as the preservation goes i think um the you know you know there there's uh, certainly a problem that you know we've not been able to get a lot of information or you know uh, uh, we've not been able to track down a lot of fields in Afghanistan you know uh, this year so it, it seems you know like most of the action is happening all along the border and you know the, that's where uh, you know we're also focusing for this year so when the US was there it was or had was occupying that area it was actually there was there was more flow of, of cannabis coming out it was easier to be growing it yes because the uh, taliban was not really able to come in and dictate terms and not really you know tell people or you know like really shoot them for growing cannabis and right. you know how how this really came into effect is it, it wasn't like the moment taliban came over they were like okay nobody grows cannabis so the first year was kind of casual in uh, in 2020 you know uh, you know they they didn't really uh, They, they weren't really concerned so much. I mean, their priority wasn't really, you know, going after people who were growing cannabis because, you know, they uh, kind of had a lot 
a lot of other stuff on their plate, you know, which they uh, deemed more important. But, uh, you know, as they were able to, you know, go get through that stuff and really, you know, uh, you know, manage it as they, they wanted to. Now they are getting back to these little things, you know, cannabis cultivation and, you know, uh, trying to go after people, you know, who are still trying to cultivate and just trying to send that message real, real hard out there that, you know, uh, this is not tolerated. And, you know, if, if you're, uh, you know, caught smoking or, you know, growing it, you know, it will it, it, be very, very unhealthy for those people. Hmm. I'm curious. Wow. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Also, like uh, now that they've had a couple of years with the Taliban in charge of Afghanistan, we haven't heard nothing. Like we we only saw right after it all happened. Like, look at the Taliban riding the merry-go-round. Look at the Taliban to you know because they were just in that phase where they were just ta- literally just kind of yeah. taking it over. How is it? How is it uh, now that it's been a few years? Has it gotten? I mean, we're, for for other parts, not just for cannabis, but just for overall for for the the locals there. <laughs> I, I think it's been like terrible overall, uh, if, you know, one has to say, mm-hmm. uh, be it the human rights, uh, you know, be it, you know, the rights of the women, be it for the overall education of the state, you know, be it for the food security. It's just terrible all around, you know, that they, they haven't really been able to manage the food supply for people. And, you know, uh, when they came in in 2020, I think in 2021 uh, there was the, there was this flood uh, that came in, and it was really devastating. You know, even though it was like mainly uh, confined to Pakistan, but it, it had uh, you know there were a lot of places in uh, you know Afghanistan as well, which were really severely affected by it. So uh, because of that, you know, uh, not having a proper government, you know, taking care of these important aspects of like food security and you know. Other stuff like education, uh, they, you know, the things have gotten really, really bad. You know, if they were like bad, they've gone to worse. Right. Now people, uh, they, they don't really have teachers in the schools. Uh, the schools don't really operate, you know, the way they were uh, previously. I mean, I'm not trying to say, you know, the schools were just amazing, you know, before Taliban, but you know, there were at least teachers, and you know, the schools were, uh, you know, opening up and. Uh, studies were going on, but that's not really happening in most of the schools now. Yeah. So, uh, even apart from cannabis, you know, all the other facets of uh, the Afghani life has has been affected terribly, you know, uh, ever since they've come in, because uh, the only focus they seem to have is really cutting deals with China, I think, and, you know, that they've also been able to really get along with Indian government, yeah. as far as I've seen in the media. So they're getting uh, help, like uh, they're getting grains from India and some medical supply as well. But that's nearly not enough. That's that's just two governments trying to, you know, ensure they have, uh, you know, that they have a relationship. So then they can, they kind of want to exploit that later on for some reason, which uh, isn't really apparent right now. But yeah, I mean, their priorities are definitely not, you know, taking care of the people right now. And there is no, I, I guess they're completely anti-cannabis, like you said. They wouldn't. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I mean, they're anti-drug of all sorts. I mean, anything, opium, everything. <sighs> so what's the what's the future going to hold then? I mean, nobody's going to come in. They, I don't see anyone moving the Taliban out anytime soon. Uh, 
do they? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I forget. Let's get. Let's talk more about cannabis, and not the Taliban. Fuck them. <laughs> I mean, really, fuck them. It's just. It's. It's. A, it's a horrible situation, and maybe. But, but, but also, it also goes to what Iranzing is doing, though, and and how important his work is. You know, the less people that grow, eventually, people. You know, those those strangers get lost, and those populations and that work is going to get lost. And so, the fact that he has, you know, all these all these backup genetics from you know years past. To which, you know, if somebody was to lose something, you can go back and get it is, is amazing. It's I mean, miraculous. I mean, it's absolutely, you, you know, if I were a religious person, which I am absolutely not, I would have a phrase similar to you're doing God's work, right? That's you're doing right. the pla- you're doing the plants work right now. That's so important because if the Taliban don't move out, then you've you've got everything left, right? I mean, it, it'll eventually need to repopulate the region, and they'll all have to come to you. And I know Adam and I want to go to India. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm making I mean, a joke. You know, like see, see the like these little portals. You know, they're already time machines. In the, you know, that just goes without speaking. Uh, but I think it, it becomes really important in, in in this particular scenario. And this is one of those things that you know, as we're doing it, we can also realize you know how important this is and you know how it's going to shape up i mean usually this process is really slow you know like if we're doing a collection in india uh say we are doing a wild collection somewhere so we can see okay you know the construction uh, is you know like moving in into these places so these plants may not be here in like 10 years 12 years or like seven eight years but uh, if we talk about Afghanistan, you know, I think the situation is uh, a lot more dynamic over there, you know, b- because it's like a blanket ban, okay, that you can't just, you know, grow cannabis, no no ifs and buts. So uh, what we have seen from the year 2020, because we, we did a tour in the year 2020 that was uh, DLP, and um, it wasn't really affected so much because, you know, Taliban kind of came in between 2020. So, you know, that year wasn't really affected tremendously. But in 2021, you know, we didn't actually do a tour of Afghanistan. We did, we did like Northern Park, basically, because we wanted to really understand, you know, how it's going to go down and, you know, how much of a cannabis cultivation is still going to be there. So uh, we just wanted to wrap our head around the situation which was really difficult because the information doesn't really come out in a way that you would want like not in the mainstream media you have to get information from local people and really try to understand uh, from case to case basis place to place Hmm. um but in 2022 when we decided you know okay we're going to do the tour again and you know we're going to try and cover some of these places that we did back in 2020 we actually went back there and we realized, you know, how much, uh, how much of it, uh, what should I say, uh, you know, how much the plantations, the amount of plantations have, uh, you know, decreased over just a matter of two years. Because that, that's just amazing, you know. You know, even after, you know, going down so much, it, it's a lot. You know, if, if someone from, from the outside looks at it, he'll be like, oh, that that's a lot. But you have to understand in the absolute terms, you know, if, when it was going on, uh, you know, before Taliban, it, it was just everywhere. And now you just only see cannabis in very small pockets and in places uh, which are really secluded and, you know, where people feel safe. Okay, I can have a little bit of cannabis and, I'm, you know, and, and they're like, sure, nobody's going to come in and, uh, you know, try to kill them for it. So 
you know, things are changing really drastically uh, in a way for Afghanistan, you know, as far as the cannabis cultivation is concerned. So even in, in, in 2022 itself, you know, we came to this realization that, you know, in 23, you know, this may not even be possible for us to maybe go to go back to some of these places that we are going now and, you know, be able to collect the seeds. So it really becomes important that, you know, those seeds are preserved in a way that, you know, they're, they're like reproduced in, in the pure form and then someone wants to, you know, work with them uh, by outcrossing or doing other stuff. You know, that's that's great. But uh, just, just having your backup uh, of the original seeds, I, I think that's an absolute must. And for anyone, you know, who have been able to get their hands on those seed stocks. Uh, I, I mean, uh, you know, James just, you know, got hold of, uh, you know, uh, a, a big lot of those same seeds and, you know, he's going to be, uh, you know, dispensing it from his website. So there's uh, still opportunity for people to actually, you know, go get those and, you know, reproduce them and then they can just, you know, back them up in their freezer for the long time. So then they can ensure that they have uh, you know, that very crucial part of the, you know, uh, of, of the genetics that comes from, you know, those particular areas of Afghanistan, which may not be there, uh, you know, starting even this year itself. Well, that's amazing. When I think of the history of seeds here in the States, my first exposure would be back in 1983 in Northern California, seeing the industry birth through my aunt and uncle. But how far back do the, you know, does the history of the Lanray strains that you have in India go? I mean, do you, can you track their origins back tens, hundreds of years? What's the what's the lineage on some of them? In, in India and in places like India, China, you know, it has to be thousands of years, really. Uh, you know, even more, even you know, hundreds of thousands of years, because uh, I think in 2019 it was. Uh, when the researchers were able to find some evidence in the uh, Tibetan plateau that you know people people living in those caves back I think you know like millions of years ago they were like using cannabis so we definitely understand you know that cannabis has uh, you know expanded outward from the Tibetan plateau which is like part of China right now between China and India sort of has uh, expanded outwards into India, Pakistan, Afghanistan, and, and then like uh, after that to Southeast Asia. And of course, definitely, you know, the, the plant, you know, morphed into, you know, different forms in order to adapt. So, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the, the seeds that basically moved into places like prior places like Afghanistan, you know, they, uh, they morphed differently, you know, they became shorter, they became, uh, you know, faster flowering because of how they were domesticated and, you know, because of the environment as well. And then, you know, there were varieties that, uh, you know, were, I mean, and the seeds which were like taken down towards uh, Southeast Asia, they kind of like became much taller and you know, longer flowering because of those places being closer to the equator. So uh, it's really, you know, putting a finger on how old one a particular population is, uh, is really hard. Uh, but we, we do understand that, you know, in Central Asia and in Southeast Asia, very particularly, uh, the, these these plants have been there for like thousands and even like hundreds of thousands of years. And uh, how long they've been, system, uh, been systematically cultivated there, 
I mean, that's hard to say also. I mean, maybe as long as, you know, the, the, the domestication of plants goes or as long as back. Uh, I think I think, I think it being such a useful so, plant that, you know, not just from the smoking side, but just from all the other aspects. And that I'm, a, I'm, sure, it's, yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's one of the earliest cultivated ones. And, you know, because it's again, it's like it's like the buffalo of plants, right? You can you get so many different parts that you can work with. Uh, the can the smoking part and the, and the medicinal part is like a bonus, I think. You know what I mean? If you really look at it. Well, I was just thinking a lot of the strains that that you're probably working with are have to be incredibly mold resistant. You know, in the, in well, I was just I was just going to ask him about that, about how he's like, uh, for instance, the, the 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 Hopper Valley. I guess you know because where it's at, it's it's it, it, it has a short flowering season, um, and so the different terrains that you're going through and seeing, like, can you explain about kind of like I know there is one plant that almost it, it released dew at night, almost and it sucked it back up during the day or something. Like, I mean, it's just some really fascinating things I've seen. I'm sure you've seen. It is. I think you know one of the most fascinating things and something that you know that people are able to spot from a far distance is. Uh, you know how how different you know some of these uh, places are in terms of the climate and you know the overall geography of the of the place. So and and that in turn you know tremendously affects you know what kind of plants uh, you know will be growing there you know because the environment and the way they will be domesticated in a particular place will really determine you know what the plant is going to look like. So for example, if we look at Hopper Valley, you know, so all in all, it's a really dry place. It's, the altitude is really high this uh, and the season length is uh, you know really really short uh, the snowfall sort of like comes in as, as early as october and you know even during the september you can see the snowfall you know starting to take place on the surrounding mountains so it, it gets cold you know starting as soon as september so those plants tend to flower really fast you know they, they finish around you know, eight eight nine weeks and you know if those plants are not finished making seeds by, say, early October, you know, they, they don't really have a chance mm -hmm. to, you know, carry on their leaves. So, mm. uh, you know, that's one thing. And then you, uh, you know, move away from, uh, you know, move a, a little lower in latitude towards places like Balochistan, which is, again, within Pakistan, right? I mean, we're talking about the same country, but really different latitude around like 30, 31 degrees north. And you'll see the plants, uh, you know, tend to flower a lot longer because they they have this like larger season to you know flower through, and the snow doesn't really come in until uh, really uh, you know December or like late November. So uh, it, it, it's it, there are like vast differences in how those plants really behave, you know, in uh, you know different locations, and because of you know the terroir, and and then you know there's domestication part of it, you know, that takes place over time, you know, how people have chosen and how they, like, selected for a certain variety. For, uh, for example, you know, in, in Hopar Valley, what, uh, it, it's around, like, 36 degrees north, so it's really cold and not a lot of plants are, you know, able to thrive in, in that locale. So, the, the people living there, they don't really have a lot of options for oil seeds. So, what they do is they use cannabis seeds for extracting oil and then they use that uh, oil for food, for um, you know, massaging their body and uh, some of the other things as well. And and this is uh, cannabis or hemp seed oil, uh, you know, really, really simple thing. But for people living out there, it's it's really one of the most important things. So they have domesticated their plants in a way that it's 
produces a seed uh, that's uh, that's really full, choke full of oil. So when we uh, when we look at the seeds from Hopar Valley, what we have found is like those seeds when they are broken between the thing when we break them between the fingers, they tend to have a lot of oil. They secrete a lot more oil compared to the other seeds mm-hmm. which come from Afghanistan or say from some other part of Southeast Asia. So yeah, I mean um, these two things, you know, the nature and the nurture. I mean, you know, they they kind of really uh, uh, shape how a plant is going to be and, you know, what it's going to look like. Well, they're also using... I'm looking, I'm looking at this absolute tree from Damian Village in Kandahar that you posted. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a purple tree. Yeah. It, it is. Uh, it's one of the most glorious plants, uh, you purple know, tree. from one I will is be that able the name to of it? It's amazing. I know. I, What's it called? I, I mean... Uh, this is just it's a, it's a selection from 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 Damon Valley Kandahar, and it's the most impressive structure you could find out there. Uh, Silk Road to Salvation, just as just an awesome. It, it, uh, it looks amazing because it's kind of bushed up right from uh, you, you know the bottom, like like a spirit. Yeah. Uh, so so you uh, you can see a lot of these uh, coniferous uh, forests around like northern Pakistan, and you know it's the one that the I northern use. Northern Afghanistan. It's the one I used for the for the for the ad. You're talking about that one, that big giant purple thing. Yes, that's that. It's got to be twelve foot tall, huh? It's a beast. It's a beast. It's a beast. It's a beast. No, that's that's what I used for the uh, for the show. I was wow. like, oh shit! I, that's saw, I saw that and I was like, damn, damn, that thing is monster yeah. right there. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's amazing. Plus, it's surrounded by water too, so you know it's just like you know that they're, they're just sucking it up. No, no issues for that plant to get watered properly. Yeah. But again, even if you grew that plant here in but Colorado, also mold, but also mold resistance. I mean, yeah. you got to imagine if it's sitting in water, almost, you know, it's got to be, it's got to have some good mold resistance built in. I mean, really built into its DNA. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to have some of that. But uh, you know, most of the plants coming from those regions, uh, I mean, they they wouldn't be amazing with you know uh, late rains in the late season, uh, because, because it's usually it doesn't rain over there, you know, towards the end of the season. Uh, however, if you if you look at like the other parts, like Tira Valley in Pakistan, you know, you're gonna come across varieties which will be a uh, you know a lot better in dealing with you know the wet situations because you can, you can have rain throughout you know the August and September because of the monsoon uh, you know hitting those parts of the Pakistan. But here, uh, the water that you see around this plant, this is actually, uh, you know, they must have like watered the, watered the field, and that's just like water left over hmm. around it. it seems it seems yeah, like it drank like most of the water. She's a beauty, though. I'm telling so you. hey, so, so I got a question for you on that Coetta uh, 22. Is that how you say the word name of it? It's Coetta. Coetta, yeah. Uh, but this, yeah, but the number three selection that had the uh, great structure and uh, the flexibility, if you will. I know that we have a strain. I'm sure you heard of a train wreck. And a lot of people, if they, uh, you say, you know, train wreck, it, 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 it's because it gets you so high, it hits you like a train. And uh, that's not the story I was told. I was told train wreck was because it made your entire room look like a fucking wreck. Yeah. It was just all it, over the place. Pretty much you open the door. Hands, yeah, yeah, you'd open the door, you'd look in it, and you'd be like, Gee, you couldn't tell where it was Fuck. what. You know, one plant lays on top of the yeah, other. Yeah, just, just super flexible. 100%, 100%. And so I wonder if that had some of those similar genetics in it. You talked about those kind of things. So that thing is looking like it looks, oh, it's over, you know, 
almost on that 90 degree angle, if you will. It's fucking over there and just stacked. Let uh, KSAS just come sit down and get high with us. And, yeah. No, we, we just let her come over here and sit and enjoy a joint. Okay. Yeah. Come sit. Here or here? Or your choice. So, so can you talk about that, that selection number three that you did on that one? And what, what yeah, all these yeah, yeah. I mean, selection number three, you know, and two and one as well. I mean, all, all those three selections uh, came from the same farmer. And, and this farmer, you know, we have been in contact with this farmer for about, uh, you know, last three years. Uh, but we didn't really get an opportunity to work with him because, you know, we were trying to understand what he does. And it was a little unconventional for, you know, what, what we've already been doing. So so this guy, you know, he lives in Quetta. Actually, he lives in the Quetta city. So uh, he does really and have... Quetta Ah, it's in Balochistan. Balochistan, Pakistan. Okay. I think, uh, and what's okay. a, uh, Miles has a Balochistan strain, one of his strains. Yeah, he, he, he got it from, uh, he got it in 2019 from yeah. the first release. So, you know, he, he had it, he has had it for, for a while now. And yeah. he's already worked it in a few different directions. And, and I've seen some good, I've seen people uh, get some really good results from some of the crosses he made with it. So, nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And what's coming out next? I mean, I always ask James when he's coming on what the next project is. Do you have something in the works for release soon? Um, I, you, you're asking me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you were asking James about the No, I, I don't um, want to talk to him. He always gives me shit about my T-shirts. Yeah, so we're just, just trying to figure out what's, what's next. Are you working on any new um, preservation um, in areas or have you got anything that you're, you're working with? Or, and have you done anything Thailandish? Like, I know that's more new, um, but I mean... I, I believe yeah, there's these Thailand strains. I think they're going to hit some medical stuff. <laughs> right. So, so we're, uh, we're definitely doing another tour this year. Uh, you know, we've already you know started on it. So, what we're doing this year is a little different. We're covering actually two borders between three different countries. That is India, Pakistan, and Afghanistan. So, we've named the project Indo Pak Afghan, which which is a mix of like all three countries. So, what we're going to be doing is so we're going to be uh, uh, you know, going around the around the borders of these three countries, and you know, try and look at all the cannabis populations, which are from natural to domesticated to feral, and you know, do some collections from uh, some of the standout plants, and that's really uh, gonna make up the project this year in 2023. Uh, but already, you know, what we've seen going towards. The, the Pakistan and Afghanistan border that, you know, the cultivation scene has changed a lot this year particularly, you know. It has been changing since 2020, uh, uh, you know, as soon as the Taliban has come in. But this year, really, you can see the effects. You can really see all those effects coming together and, you know, uh, you know, sh shaping those places differently. You know, you wouldn't see cannabis crops where you used to see them. You know, the, they're like moving to other places, they're moving closer to the border where the farmers feel a lot safer. And, you know, definitely the size of those crops have gone down because they don't really, uh, you know, have access to their own land, which they had back in their villages. So whatever land they're, uh, you know, renting out or uh, getting on lease from other people, it, it's not as much. So one of the first things is that, you know, 
and the cultivation is going down you know, drastically and you know the prices of hash is mostly, you know going up so we just want to cover all of that we, we just just, just want to make sure you know this is a really pivotal you know important point in the cannabis history and you know it has to be documented that even you know the worst case scenario even if this has to gradually go away you know little by little as it seems that it is uh, you know it, it must be documented so i think this year's project is really going to serve as you know one of those templates you know uh, uh, you know uh, one of those uh, really how should i say um, you know one one of those pages in in the history you know that they will see the transition from you know huge cannabis fields to you know smaller and smaller fields you know which are uh, tucked away in secluded places because, because you know they can't really grow it in open so it's really important what's what, what we're doing this this year i feel like it maybe you know one of the most important you know projects that we've done so far are there any so when, when you back things up like like what's a what's a backup for you like 5000 seeds 10000 seeds like what is your yeah, you know, legendary. Like, what's your what, what's the number? Let's say, let's say a kilo of seed. I mean, uh, it's usually really hard to count. You know, fifty thousand. It's like fifty thousand. Yeah, really. Fifty thousand. So, yeah, so a, a kilo of seed, yeah, and you know, the number can differ on the size and the weight of the seed. But yeah. around like a kilo, we feel okay. This is a safe amount of seeds that I can uh, you know put in the freezer. You know, that I'm not going to be opening up for grabbing seeds every now and then. So if we have like yeah, a kilo. Yeah. Are there any countries in the region that have plans on relaxing or possibly implementing some good laws to allow cultivation so that you don't have to, you know, it, it doesn't have to be such a struggle anymore like it's been here? In, you know, we, we might see things turn around in India. Um, but, you know, even that might take just, you know, three to five years. But, you know, in, in terms of cannabis legality, three to five years is a very small time, as we understand that. If, uh, you know, if you were to say next three to five years, it might be legal in India. That's great news, you know, that we would take it as, okay. Well, hopefully they would hire good. you to go and start, you know, <laughs> getting, start categorizing all this stuff and putting it into a safe spot. Because that'd be the, I mean, that's the key to the whole thing is like it's having it all, for, I mean, it's safer in a sense having it all around. Everybody's got their own little things going on, but there's no like over arching or you don't really know what there is so, so having one sort of seed seed vault would be awesome if somebody would actually allow it you know and then yeah you'd have a job you have a job a really good job yeah yeah i mean even, even if they don't really actually hire me you know i i would very much like them to you know take all these seeds that we have you know put together so they can at least you know use these varieties if they're going to be you know developing new strains uh, I, I would very much like it, uh, you know, that it doesn't really go down the way it's gone down in Thailand, that, you know, they just, uh, you know, head to the West. Flip the switch. Yeah. You, know, uh, you know, get all those hybrid strains in there. I mean, nothing wrong with it, you know. Uh, you know, by all means, even if India goes full legal, you know, they could get access to all these, you know, European and, you know, American varieties, you know. I mean, the sad, which are sad truth for, is they're going to want it, you know. It's a sad truth that yes, they're going to want it for their, you know, even though cookies in India, we're oh, we're not going to want it. We're not going to want it, but they're going <laughs> to fuck. Want it. I'm so I'm yeah. so sorry. Like, no, we, no. I, we didn't mean to do this. We're so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I apologize now. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. No. 
Damn. It's going to happen. They're going to. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Don't worry. No, all that will happen. Uh. But the key is obviously to, yeah, to, you know, categorize and, and, and hang on to these original things because they're not going to yeah. come back around once they're, once they are lost. And it does suck though that the, it's like, it feels like when you're explaining about Afghanistan, it felt like, I mean, not that we're in any kind of war situation, but it felt like we're not like a reverse. Well, we were, we're on, we're on us at one point, but it seems like a reversal of what's happened here. You know what I mean? Like it's everything there is just going completely backwards and here's moved forward. But we've unfortunately, uh, skipped skipped a few steps along the way so yeah we're still not quite there but yeah and then it sucks because then they're yeah. gonna w watch what we're doing and hopefully not repeat our mistakes do you ever make it to I the mean, states or have plans yeah, on? sorry no go please go ahead yeah i mean in india itself you know there's so much diversity present in terms of cannabis uh, you know you go to southern india and you have absolutely different looking plants near the equator and you know you come up to the northwestern himalayas and you know the plant is really different it flowers a lot faster it looks more like you know what a commercial cannabis plant tend to be so you know india even if you know we we, we don't go for all the varieties you know around the you know around central asia even if we just concentrate within india i think we have a lot on our plate, you know, that we need to look at and we need to, uh, you know, investigate and see what what they really hold and, you know, what better could come out of it. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, there are a lot of people involved in things like these, you know, legalization and not just usually one person. So I'm sure there will be, uh, be a part, you know, where India will be importing varieties, you know, which are already established in the commercial market. but. I really hope you know they all, they also you know look into uh, th these you know indigenous treasures that we have you know all around our country and you know possibly we can just go out of a little out of India like in Pakistan and Afghanistan and also incorporate those varieties. You know we we, we can really create uh, like a whole new segment, a whole new you know wave of these uh, you know cannabis varieties which have been bred from the scratch you know using. The varieties and it, it makes a lot more sense for a country like India to do it because you know we have it here naturally we we have this plant growing in you know all, all, all different environments so I really hope things things shape up in that well I just got a text it appears that cookies deli is opening up August of 2024 <laughs> so we're all fucked no. yeah. yeah sorry I'm so sorry I mean, I, I, yeah. don't hold it against us we didn't do it <laughs> not our fault so can you can you talk about the uh, rancid red i'm a big fan of uh rancid rotted meat flesh kind of plants and that one looks amazing to me that's the one that's grown in the, that's that one that's like in the dried out that, desert looking yeah. shot that one yeah. rancid yeah. red i mean this this plant by by now it has a little bit of legacy of its own you know if, if i would because back in 2020 you know that's when we first got to uh, maru kandahar uh, there's this District Maruf in Kandahar, which is actually bordering with uh, with, with Pakistan. So uh, there was a lot of cannabis growing out there, and there was this particular region in, in within Maruf also, you know, where, where you had fields where most of the plants had very you know offensive smells, like you know some of those smell like you know chemical cleaners, you know industrial chemicals. Mm. Some of those uh, smell like you know, rotting flesh, yeah. you know, rotting egg, like hydrogen sulfide. 
sort of uh, you know smells animating from from those plants. Yeah. So <laughs> James is looking more for is the decomposing flesh, rotting. Yeah, no, that's no. He, 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 he's got a toe jam kind of rotten foot thing. Yeah, no, it's good. He's got it. So, so I, I actually, uh, you know, uh, drew from the 2022 collection. I, I, I drew out the number two selection, and I was actually able to find a plant. It, it doesn't smell like rotting flesh, but it smells like you know the rotting egg. It has that. Uh, you know, exact smell. You know, we, we used to do this, uh, you know, experiment back in school in the chemistry lab where we would, uh, you know, create the, you know, hydrogen sulfide gas. And it used to stink up, you know, the whole school uh, on that particular day when that experiment was going going on. So it has that exact smell and it's really, you know, <clears throat> offensive is not really the word, you know, here. I, I think we have to go a couple of degrees above that word. You know, that's the kind of smell that I I'm getting, and it's a really special plant. I've, I've already been able to, you know, uh, you know, re-veg it, and I'm just gonna like grow out, grow it out properly a couple, couple more times, and see, you know, how it really smokes and everything. But yes, so that kind of plant, you know, that kind of smells, you you can easily find from from those seeds, especially from the selection number one and selection number two this year. So 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 in 2022, we we just made sure, you know, we should at least get like two of those selections because. Back in 2020, we just had one selection, and it, it seemed you know that it wasn't really uh, enough for you know people to find uh, that kind of plant very often. So we just thought you know we'll uh, spread it out a little more and you know uh, make it more feasible for people to be able to find those pinos because that's what matters because that's what they're being you know uh, advertised as. So. We, we also wanted to make sure that people are actually able to find those plants. And this year, you know, people have been able to find those plants already. Now, I've, I've found one, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure. So you know, which, which, what's the difference between, like, Selection 1 and Selection 2? Yeah. Um, so Selection 1 and Selection 2, the, the, the main oh, difference okay. between them is the structure, I would say. If, if, you, if you could just, like, pull out a picture from, from I'm sure James will have the picture so if you pull out the picture of one and two and you put them side by side the first difference that you're going to see is the structure of those plants so the number one is more like uh you know it sort of has that hempy look to it you know because it has a lot of bare stock and you know the stems kind of start from uh, really you know the top of the plant whereas if you look at the number uh, selection number two it's it's more bushy and it's starting from the very bottom. It's really branched up from the bottom and it has a more bushy look. Although both of them are really tall because that's really a characteristic way how plants grow in Kandahar. Um, but they have this major you know, structure, a difference in structure, overall structure, uh, which really appealed to us. And we thought, you know, having almost similar profile on these two plants, we're having two different structures. That's great. And, you know, they, they should amount to like two different selections and it just gives a lot more variety and you know diversity to people who want to grab them. Adam's sitting here drooling on your site. I mean, so, so that's the number two. Yes, that's the number two. You can see a lot more bushed out. That, uh, the stems are starting really from, you know, the bottom of the stalk. Mm -hmm. But if you go to the selection number one, you would see it's, it's more like uh, more like a conventional plant that you would see in northwestern Himalayas, 
which has a lot of bear stock and then you have uh, you know stems starting from about like three or four feet uh, you know above the ground so not as bushy as this one now, now, now why is that it looks I mean the, the one I see that that's blowing in the wind looks like it's almost been thinned out but I'm, I mean it's, I don't think that's natural I think I just sent that one guys did you get those yeah it, 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 it's two massive. videos from the just sent to the drop zone no didn't see there, there. <laughs> okay, so there's one. I got one with the blowing in the wind one, and then I got one with the guy harvesting all of the ones. So yeah, so one, one, one that's blowing in the wind. I think that's the number one. Blowing in the wind. Nope, that's not the blowing in the wind video. The other video. Oh no! That's, oh, but that's still that's a good video. It's a pretty good video, but no, the other one. There you go. That one. Yep, this is the blowing in the wind one, right? So, so that's number yeah, one. That's the that's the rancid so, 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 yeah, so is that good. farmer thinning that out? That's not natural. Are you saying that's natural? It, it, it is natural. It, I mean, it's impossible to even uh, you know think of farmers thinning those plants out in the in, in the field. You know, there's like thousands of those. That's so. a low. Yeah. That's a good. That's a uh, trimmer's dream plant right there. Yeah, and then look at it, like it, it's <laughs> naturally like thinning itself out on the bottom. Like as it as it blows out, like it looks to me, it looks like something went through and you know lollipopped it. Yeah, so, so so a lot of it is uh, you know by nature because again these plants are not uh, growing in a secured backyard or they're not growing you know under the hoops. Mm -hmm. So they're just like out in the open in the most rawest uh, you know uh, form of nature. So they're like wind blowing and all kind of storms and everything. Just they don't really have a safety net out there. You know? So whatever you know the nature throws at it they have to take it so some of those leaves and you know stems tend to break away you know usually you know in the, in the course of you know five six months that the yeah, plant is going to be standing out there uh, but yes the farmers don't don't really actually go out and, and so and so this is the harvest in the same this is the same region same same spot yeah yeah this is this is a different field but uh same in maru gotcha. because this is selection number two so selection number one and one two they were in different fields but in the same region of and that's amazing i mean it's, it's it it looks so crazy when you see plants growing out of that drive so now do, do most of that region grow that plant are they and the regions aren't strain specific right like they're growing more than one strain yes yeah i mean so so, so for them it's a lot different uh you know from some, uh, an Afghani farmer's perspective, you know, they're, they're not thinking like, oh, I'm growing this particular strain. They're more like, oh, I'm, I'm growing my seeds, you know, which I harvested last year. So it's, it's a really a mix of a, a lot of different, uh, you know, uh, flowering uh, uh, females, you know, which so they're, so, and, and, they're not, they're, and they're not going to a market to buy seeds. They're, they're making seeds this year, so you have mm -hmm. seeds next year. So a couple of plants they'll seed out to make so they have for next year. Yes, so they, they don't really have a seed market, uh, per se. I mean, you know, they don't really have a seed market they can go to and buy seeds. However, they exchange seeds a lot, so so, so that happens. Uh, but, you know, seeds are not considered, uh, you know, a commodity, you know, that they can actually charge each other for, like, cash. But they definitely, you know, share seeds. Sometimes, you know, it's a kiddie season for me, and, you know, I might not be able to get as many, uh, might not be able to got, you know, as many seeds I wanted. So, you know, I would just go to, uh, you know, another person. I would say, you know, if you could just give me some seeds so I can, you know, plant this year. So that happens a lot. So 
and, and because of that, you know, because of having a culture like, you know, sharing seeds amongst each other, you know, they have these fields with really diverse, uh, you, you know, individuals, you know, you, you see so much diversity in these fields that, you know, it's really hard to categorize them into it uh, by saying, okay, there are like three or four different types of plants in this field, you know, you just keep seeing, you know, different variations and you just keep seeing these plants. You know, so we I'm doing, cannot I'm be sending to the drop, the so that's time. me. <laughs> I just picked a random. Awesome. Let's talk about the uh, double dolly. What? Oh, the yeah. Flowers, the double dolly. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that is something, you know, uh, you know, that should send, been, you should, you should send me the video. Working for, send Mark for, the video for, so we for can play it. For a very long time, actually. This is uh, not we've it. been this working for like 2019. I just saw this. I just was looking through videos and saw this hunk chunk. What is the double dolly? Damn. So double dolly is actually a combination of four different land races, uh, which have been bred over a course of like four years. So we we started off making uh, a selection from Hindu Kush, and then another selection from the Burmese uh, stock that we got back in 2019. And uh, we we crossed them together. We used a Hindu Kush male and a Burmese female, and we created uh, what we called hash horse. So it was a plant, you know, uh, where almost all of the plants, you know, displayed a feature where the flower would start out as like really deep purple and you know reddish from the onset of the flowering, and but there wasn't really much to much to it. So we thought, you know, we need to add more qualities to this plant. We need to add a little more yield and you know a little more smell and perhaps a lot a little more effects as well so then we had this other plant that we got uh, that we've gotten from kashmir uh neelam valley and it was an amazing female selection it had you know all all the great features you know it had an amazing smell you know strong fine uh smell that you want to have on your plants and a great high as well and it flowered uh, a lot faster compared to you know what we were working with in the mix of Hindu Kush and Burma. So we thought you know we'd, we'd just cross these varieties, but uh, you know we had a problem with the Neelam that um, in in that particular population, almost every male that we grew out it would turn into a female later on uh, <laughs> during the course of flowering, which is known as the protandrous hermaphroditism where only the male part of the population turns into female and you would not see intersections among the females. So that was That's very crazy. Yeah, really it has been documented by, by our team, you know, o- over time in different accounts that we have. So what we did as a solution was we, you know, we thought, you know, what is the closest place to that? Are, they, are that they fertile the before they convert? Do they, oh, do yeah. they, do they pollinate everything yeah. and then oh, convert so. over to female? And oh. then, they do. They are fertile. You know, the the pollen is uh, is good. But as you know, it's shedding pollen. You would see all these stigma coming you know, coming out of the same flowers. So it's, there's uh, a joke really here. I'm just not going to say it. You know, I got kicked off the air. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely so, that's it's, wild. It's that's definitely a wild trait. I mean, it's does it produce yeah. resin? Uh, does it produce resin like the other plants at the end? Also, like, is it useful for making hash at the end? Some. So, so some of it, yes, the, the males, yes, they, they also produce uh, some of the, that resin. And you know, 
you know, right. the, the very first time we did it, we thought, okay, you know, this might be just, you know, bad luck. You know, we ran into these plants. And it's just consistent. And then we, right. and we did a separate, uh, you know, population. We, 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 you know, we, we grew it out again from the seed. And the same thing happened. And we did it the third time and the same thing happened. And then I'd given my these to someone in, in US and that guy told me, you know, this, the same thing's happening here, you know, the, these, these meals are like really tasty. So, sounds, like so we like, sounds like cookies already got over there somehow secretly. Fuck. No, but that doesn't sound like a very useful trait though as far as like, uh, yeah. it's not the... It, it's not, you know, we have, to, we have to understand, you know, that these plants are not really working for us, you know, they're, they're just like making, trying to make it work for them, you know, mm-hmm. trying to make their seeds. Yeah. So these are isolated populations and, you know, that it might be beneficial in some way I and mean, that's the only reasonable uh, you know explanation uh, that one could give that you know it has to benefit the overall population uh, you know where it was for this trait to you know proliferate and you know be carried on you know generation by generation because if it were detrimental to the overall population then you know this trait would have uh, gotten weeded out naturally but the fact that it was there it must serve some kind of purpose. What we don't really understand, but but yeah, having that problem, you know, what we did was we wanted to get a stable male, so we looked, you know, what is the closest place we can find to Neelam Valley, and boom, you have like Chitral Valley, just about like 200 miles away from uh, you know that place. So we said, okay, we're gonna use a male from the Chitral Valley, and then you know create this, uh, you know, just just reproduce the stock and create a more uh, you know, a stable filial generation. So then we can you know, use a plant from that generation to, you know, outcross to half force. And we did that. We, we, we took it to like F3 using a Chitral mill. And that Chitral mill came from the seed stock that was sent to me by uh, Bodhi uh, in 2019. Oh, nice. So we used the mail from that. And then we crossed, you know, that Neelam into Chitral Valley and uh, Burmese into Hindukish together. And that's what made uh, you know, double the life, and it had you know best of both of the worlds. You know, it 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 got this fantastic colors over from the hash force, which was a mix of you know Burmese and Hindu Kush, and then it got all the good qualities like you know a, a good structure, fast flowering, great smell, high and you know yields from the Neelam Valley and you know Sitral Valley crop. So it, it turned out uh, really nice, and you know we, we're still working on it. We're still trying to you know uh, uh, get through larger uh, you know populations to understand you know what else is out there. You know if there is something even more special, you know that we can isolate and you know uh, maybe want to take it into you know different directions. We also uh, have been able to cross it. Uh, with a with other varieties, um, you know, such as like black dog from BioVortex, and um, you know, with Freak Show that I gotten from you know Doctor Freak. Um, I don't know what his name is, so like shapeshifter. Uh, oh, you got Freak Show or, or Max? Max probably. Yeah, his son. Max. Yeah, Max. Interesting. Yeah. All right, you're, you're playing with that thing. We're That's doing a few things with it. That's nice. That's awesome. Interesting. I got it. We have so a- let me. I, I, just, I just had a, a quick thought. So how do you deal with rogue pollen? Like how are these guys doing? Because rogue pollen can fly forever, and there's got to be you know people are pollinating things. So how do you? How is rogue pollen dealt with out there? Yeah. So you know, 
like where we are exactly located and we were doing these things you, you don't really have uh, you know kind of just plan going around and you know it's more like a town city sort of uh, place so it's, it's mostly done indoors so so we don't really have to uh, deal with growth model but we're yes, talking about like the farmer in the field like the farmer with the field oh, with like 10,000 oh, plants okay. how is he dealing with road pollen yeah so, so 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 different places have different strategies so for example if we go back to maruf kandahar uh, you know what we saw very particularly in, in that region was that what farmers would do is uh, right around like august late august and early september they would venture out in the field and they would just take out all the males you know that they feel uh, you know are inferior looking and they have some criteria and they, they they look at you know how robust the plant is and you know how robust uh, you know the cluster, the male cluster is, and colors has to be there, and you know a few other things that uh, they want to make sure is there in the male. Except so, except for very few males, they will pull out you know all all these other males from the field, and they will only let very select males pollinate you know the larger fields. So you could say there is one male for every 500 females, and that that's the ratio that they lead towards the end. So. Right, but but, but but that's even picking at a male. But if I'm your neighbor down the street and I don't care, and I've got I've got a male going wild, like you're going to get it. You call the Taliban. Yeah. That's what you have to do. <laughs> no, so here's the thing. I mean, because these uh, because these practices are uh, sort of like cultural and not really you know confined to an individual. So you you pretty much have you know these same things happening over and over. And 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 here's here's another another thing. You know that. A village itself is uh, will have like this huge cultivation, and you know that cultivation would be uh, owned by uh, these people who are just actually relative, uh, you know, are, are relatives and related to each other somehow. They're like uncles and you know nephews and things like things like this. So they would just have this one huge field, and you know the the the, the next field that you're gonna find of cannabis would be really another village, maybe you know some few kilometers away so one is that and then what you have is it's a cultural practice so almost everyone does it in, in almost the same way so because of their criterion for selecting the male is, is also the same that they're looking for color and a robust plant and just, just making sure it sticks out uh, you know amongst the others so you, you pretty much have the same kind of males being left over in you know fields over fields uh, even though you know these fields are really far apart from each other, I mean you could consider you know, uh, you know, they're like being two different villages really. Because, uh, like I said, you know, one village, you would just have this one large family, you know, that that owns all the cultivation, and they would all be related to each other. Cool. How, what's uh, so, the what's the primary uh, way people smoke cannabis in India? In India, uh, it, it depends where you are in India. So, if, if I if I could just broadly, you know, categorize India into two parts, say southern India and northern India. In, in north, it's all about hash. Uh, very few people uh, prefer to uh, you know smoke weed, uh, the 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 dried herb. But if you go to southern India, you you, you just don't see people uh, you know smoking hash, and they would just be smoking you know weed. They would be smoking buds, and that has a lot to do with you know 
what grows out there. So in, in southern India and in east, eastern or western part of India, you have these varieties which flower a lot longer and they don't really have the kind of concentration of, you know, trichomes and the size of the trichomes that they want to, you know, that you want for extracting hash. But if you come to northern India, you have, uh, you know, the sort of plants you want to use for extraction, like if you go to Malana Valley or if you go to Kashmir, you know, those, those plants are just really suited for actually using it as a hash opposed to uh, being used as, as weed or as dried herbs. So that sort of dictates what people smoke in India. But even in North India, you can find people smoking herb and, you know, even in, in South India, you can find people, you know, who are smoking hash as, you know, it, it goes around the country. But by and large, in Southern India, it's uh, dried herb and in Northern India, it's mostly hash. Yeah, that's double the line. Double the line, yeah. Double the line. Do the flowers have seeds in them? Or is it sensimilia? No, it, it has seeds. Uh, the, yeah. uh, these, the flower formation is... Uh, it's very, very different and erratic. You know, it, it doesn't really look like the regular flower, but they have, it has seeds in them. Mm. Does anybody grow seedless? Um, yeah, a few people did. I, I put it in my story. If you go, uh, go on my Instagram profile, you can see uh, one of the highlights as being double the lies. So I put some of the pictures that people were able to grow and actually find plants like this. Not exactly like this, but they, they found plants, you know, which had vibrant colors and they kind of like lived up to the explanation, uh, you know, what was advertised. Oh. Oh, it's awesome to see all the different expressions. And, uh, you know, I think with the freak show, I was just going to say that the <laughs> I was talking to um, Max and there's like there's a new imposter on on the block you know there's there's always <laughs> so many people are trying to claim that they somehow bred freak show when it's so obvious that you know their story is solid you know what i mean it's like father and son team you know the genetics are known it's actually quite awesome that it's like big sir holy's in the is in the mix you know what i mean so it's like and then there's a new guy called brandon the botanist or something and he's claiming to have you know, uh, bred it himself, and it was just kind of like it's just. So I keep getting Max is like tripping out because this kid's like posting pictures of <laughs> of his Max's sister, thirteen year old sister and stuff, and it's just like yeah, it's weird, weird, weird stuff. Freak shows getting causing waves around the world. People are starting to get a little bit uh, weird about it. So yeah, yeah no, I, got, I, I told you I got to take it off the site. So right from from Humboldt or from. Or from who? Or from Humboldt, yeah. Yeah. Strange. Wow, that looks beautiful. Yeah. Well, you actually exhibit that, that's, all the traits that's of that, a That's the one I was talking about that's flexible. That looks like train yeah. wreck. Yeah, it does. It does, actually. You're right. Like a giant train wreck. But that looks gorgeous, dude. Yeah. Wow. It's like just spears, just, just rocket cannons. This is an amazing, but I mean, I mean, we're working with this farmer again this year because, you know, 
Yeah, he looks like a kind of guy you want to work with again. You're like, yeah, I think we'll yeah, work. Yeah, looks like he's got he knows what he's doing. I think we'll work right. with you again. Again, I'm looking at genetics in here going, that must have the most amazing tinsel strength in the stems, right? It's oh, yeah. not brittle. It bends to the right angle. It's probably, <laughs> hangs it works right in over. the wind, hangs to the left or to the right. Um, and yeah. the, the it just seems there's genetic, there's there's data here you know in the in the core genetics oh, that should be bred into ours looking at that and then looking at a lot of the indoor plants that are grown that have never really seen the light of day and a lot of those are just like you put them outside they just get ruined you know what i mean they, it's like they have no um, uh. branches fall off you know what i mean from from just like oh you gotta, gotta work them in slow compared to yeah. like something like that that's actually been you know dealing with conditions that are crazy all the time wind and that's a warrior plant right there you know like that plant has been through some shit but it looks amazing too right it looks so clean like the buds themselves did not look like they'd been through with anything like they looked well no they're beautiful beautiful spears well preserved oh that we had, had a moment to video right there yeah he's almost he blew his cover yeah he blew, <laughs> he he blew, blew my cover, cover. <laughs> well James you you never disappoint man you, you always find a way to bring just something about genetics that uh, really impresses. Yeah, well, uh, so the, yeah, I was going to have him talk about the black tiger next. That's right. The one we're looking at right now, that thing is uh, massive, pest resistant, um, pretty awesome. Short flower. Like, stand back. Don't panic. It's organic. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I mean, so the reason the plants panic, are grown this way, right? They're seeded. They're grown for hash. So no one is sitting trimming it. It's just being... You know, just go straight to hash. They don't. You don't have to worry about it. But if this were in a commercial environment, it would take some manipulation afterwards to get it. What do they say? Bag appeal. Yeah. Well, like that last plant looked like it had not such a bad uh, calyx to leaf ratio. This one looks a little, little more, but still. Yeah, this is a little, little hairier, but little just the fact that it's, it's such a dark black thing, it's it's just awesome. Just it, it, and they can run populations. My my mind was blown earlier when you talked about the, the males turning into females. I did not know. I did not know that. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Well, that's an interesting one. Uh, I I would. We need somebody get Adam some of those genetics and let's. I don't know. They sound sketchy. It's in mother nature for a reason, right? They do not sound <laughs> like things I want in my breeding program. <laughs> well, thank you. No, just a, you don't have to breed. You know, I guess he cannot can have a choice. No. Um, all right. Yeah. Forget what I just said. It's got like almost a uh, that, that other when it was that close up, it almost had like a, a bubba shape to it or something, a little bit, right? Does the way yeah. the bubba has those real long uh, calyxes, they kind of they're very purple. That's a little bit more leafy, but pretty nice. But what if the one that transitions went male to female? What if that one produces the best hash? Well, it's got to produce something good, or they wouldn't kept it around for so long, right? right? I mean, I would imagine it's, it doesn't affect the actually, quality of the product. It right? actually does. I mean, it has. It, it produces one one of the best uh, hashes, you know, that I've actually smoked. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 really a good. I mean, we don't really uh, sell those seeds anymore because of you know the problem that it does have. Sure. But uh, if we just talk about you know how the females perform or how the, the resin is. Uh, it, it's really good. The smell is very fine and uh, it's really astringent actually. Uh, it's kind of bitter. It's not offensive. Right. It's, it's really pleasant, but it's really piney and uh, it's very likable. 
I, I would say, I mean, if you smell that kind of ash, you'd be okay. I want to smoke this immediately. Oh, droopy. And this is from the 2022. Wow. Um, so that at Minar. That's early daytime, though, so it's yeah, Minar. in the morning. It's they're cuddling themselves to stay warm at that point in time. Like there's like, okay, we are not flexing. It's so. cold. Yeah, cold, cold and resistant. Not resistant, but it does well in the cold. It could be a Colorado thing, you know. Right. Well, when you really think about it, right? How old can genetics in the U.S. be? Forty years, right? You know, I mean, or maybe fifty, sixty. Vietnam if you go back, 50, 60, yeah, Vietnam. 50, Sixty average, probably. But, yeah. Nah, man, that's what all Mexico in the seventies. Fifty, actually, in the sixties. You know? Yeah, Thailand yeah. maybe. No, maybe no, there stuff no. stuffing seeds and, and, and body bags, allegedly. But nothing dedicated wow. to you know keeping lineage and making sure you have trackable information. You know, regions. Um, even we we use names, right? But it wouldn't have been names. It would have been where it came from in the past. Well, it's all yeah. We just mostly mostly import up till a certain point, and then we have our own domestic spawning from that. You know what I mean? Obviously, nothing nothing true land race here in America, but uh, a few. You know, there's definitely some. I wonder what it had to. So I wonder what it, what it would be, right? Because every every continent has a land race. So what what is our what would our What's land our race Ameri- be? Yeah. Actually, what's the American land race? I mean, yeah. if you if you go Make back to if you go back to hemp, uh, it would probably be your Either it would be a hemp strain that's diverted off and um, a few hundred years old then I guess so but it would come it would came because there was nothing here indigenous uh, to here come on I don't, yeah. I don't think the, the Indians weren't growing weed come on the mine weren't growing weed you know they were well everybody says that you know George Washington cultivated hemp where did his hemp come from uh, my seed bank Right, where no, it probably would have been China, right? India, because where, who we're talking yeah, to right here. India, probably India, right? Yeah, yeah. They said it was Indian hemp, so uh, you know, it's possible <laughs> you, that you're going to claim it. Come on now, you're claiming. Hundred <laughs> percent yeah, Indian hemp. We're not mucking around. We're not even going to question it, right? It's it. It's we it. said it. We said it. Right on the Adam Dunn show. The, you Note get the, the time in the ship's log. You get the credit for the George Washington hemp, sir. Yeah, I mean, it could be because. You know, it was being grown by the Native Americans. No, so, I, don't think, I don't think that was what they were talking about. No, they were talking, I think, maybe imported. Uh, imported, imported. I, I'm 100% sure. Tobacco, tobacco. You know, because also, uh, uh, you know, America was, uh, you know, colonized by, you know, Britishers. So, and Britishers also had uh, colony in India at the same time. Yeah. Oh, so, there you, you go. Know, it's factoid. Oh, it proved. No, we did it. That's, That's it. it. Problem Proof. solved. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Yeah. No need to investigate. Any done. Drop the yeah, tips. Yeah. No, no need to investigate done. any further. Yeah. In fact, I think the New York Times just called. They're going to run a story on it tomorrow. That uh, there you go. George Washington's hemp was actually imported Indian land race hemp <laughs> from yeah. Indian Land Race Exchange, of course. You better get com. that. You need to get that George Washington strain getting rolling now. Oh, look at that! Yeah, does anybody have that? So Is there a George Washington we, strain? So the guy that was just here, Das, he had a strain called the Lincoln Thirteen at one point, which That's he was claiming was, thing, huh? which, which he was claiming that it was an original. Uh, 
You're going to go in circles, though. You might as well just go out the other back. He just went out the back. <laughs> Vinny's selling barbecue and coffee and bagels and cookies, and he's working it. Do you know when I walked in, do you know what he did? He handed me a broom, and he said, it's my responsibility to clean up all the sesame seeds. Good job. I know, I know he said, why uh, not? But you know what? You won't do it. it you refuse. I give to free bagels for everybody for how many years? Uh, Every fucking Friday. I don't miss a Friday. Yeah. If it, Mr. X wouldn't show up here if it wasn't for bagels. Yeah, but then, but then at the end, when you leave, there's just a pile of... Uh, you know what? Seeds. I can't help like, the fact that they're Neanderthals and don't know how to clean up after yeah. themselves. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Start sweeping, boy. Start sweeping. But I, you know, what I was going to say earlier is that, oh, we might have lost James, is that uh, since we had, this is the third time we tried to connect, you actually are now moved, exalted into the category of rap star. Because more rap stars have blown Adam off three times in a row than any other demographic of guest we've ever had. So do you rap, by the way? Don't answer that. Do we still have him? He's there. He's All right. there. I see the I see yeah. the moon. Uh-oh, what's going on? We got a moon moonshot. Yeah, but we lost James Bean. But any is he still there? Yeah, me, I'm on here. Okay, he is still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, he's there. All right, he's there. Well, cool. Um, so oh, yeah. give his website and his. I mean, I think Instagram. Oh, so how to and so the Afghan um, project, the original one that you did a couple of years ago. I'm sure that must have uh, come back with some great results. I imagine because. That was there. Oh, that was about two years ago, was it? Or uh, the Afghan project was last year. In oh, last year's project. Last year's. Okay. So you're getting yeah, good results so, back from that. I'm imagining. Yes, uh, we already have. Like I said in the beginning, I mean, uh, we we grew out the number two selection, and we were able to find the target uh, phenotype here. Uh, you know what we were looking for, mm-hmm. and then we gave it out uh, to some friends in the United States as well, and. Some of those friends have been able to find plants, you know, which actually carry the smell that, uh, you know, uh, they were told that it will be carrying those smells. Um, And a a lot of other people are also growing, but most of those people are in like early flower or in in, in the vegetative state now. So so I'm really hoping that, you know, a a lot more feedback would start to come in towards the end of the season as, you know, the outdoor plants begin to finish. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, the selections we made from last year in 2023, they, they are going to actually yield some really fantastic results because just seeing from the outset, you know, what we have been able to see, uh, there's been some great results. So it, it, it can't vary too much for other people as well. So I'm really excited to see what other people find. For sure. Well, I'm hoping there'll be a, a, just a, a, a slew of purchases from seeds here now of your genetics, and then everybody will start growing it and send us some photos in a few months. Yeah, so, so those are like some of the very last of the seed stock that was left that went to James, James' seed pack. So if someone is pretty interested in these, you know, that, that's where you can get it from. Um, I, I think there is some left, but, you know, it, it's not really... Uh, I don't think it's anywhere else available. I mean, some of those selections might be at one or two seed banks, but uh, James has got like all all the ten selections. So if somebody wants to have the whole set, as it was released initially in the 
in, in, in the month of January, you know, that's where you can get it from. Nice. There you go. Seedsherenow.com. Nice, nice, nice. So, uh, James, we lost James along the way, but it's awesome talking to you again. And uh, we'll definitely get you back on soon. Uh, sooner than we did last time. I think the last time we was like three years ago already. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy how how f- quickly time flies, right? Indian Land Race uh, Genetics on Instagram. I and exchange, exchange. Yes, I Indian s- Land I Race. Screw- I, I screwed that up already exchange. twice now. So yeah, I'm good at that. Mark will get it up. I there. put all the links up yep. already. Links it's already up. happened. Cool. Thank, thank you, you so thank, much. Thank you so much, guys. And um, uh, I really apologize for the last week. You know, I was not oh, able no. to uh, get a right. internet connection. So no, I, know. I, I had to, like, miss out. But, Don't sweat um, No, that's I'm fine. I'm glad we were able to connect immediately next week. And, you know, we had this conversation. So thank you again so much. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Nice talking. Peace. Take care. See, now she doesn't have to come. Now we can formally welcome KSAS to the show. Hi, guys. Hi. Well, how do we get that glass that's on the counter over there onto here without me breaking anything? You can't do anything, that's for sure. Mr. X can help. I know he has delicate... Globby can help. (laughs) One person should take the glass, and one person should take the base, and then that way there's somewhere to put it on. I'm going to sit right here. I'm not going to touch anything. I'm not going to move my hands. So... Oh, goodness, he's touching stuff. Oh, he's touching things. (laughs) Now bring it here. Good, I trust you. I'm very nervous. Yeah, do that one first and then help her with. Wait, the, careful, uh, we don't know if everything is straight. Base of the yeah. other one. That's fine. All right. That's a Walmart, you break it, you bought it. Oh, right. fuck, don't Vinny. Ke- yeah, what don't the fuck? Yeah, look at that. I. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Gonna sit on my hands. Want a centerpiece that oh, one, I guess? If it's not level in the middle, it doesn't look. That one should go with you. <laughs> oh. I think that's good. I think that's good. And then Dave's triggered. Dave's triggered. Dave just oh. can't move now. He's like feels like he's like, trapped. Uh, yeah. Like, if what if your leg flickers? But come on, don't. What don't, do you? What, why would what you even? Could, what do you? What do you? What if you just, what if you just did like it. one of those with your leg uh, or something? Would you just don't. Um, I would just move, uh, move backwards. There we go. Here we go. No. Oh my goodness. Gorgeous. And then Vinny's gonna come. Do, do stuff. Crap, Vinny. You gotta look. Oh, in front see, of you hit the table when you did that. It moved. Yeah, don't bump the table. Don't bump the table. <laughs> all right, well, we got oh you. Yeah, we, got some, we got some examples. Of course, everything goes all weird on the on the green screen. We might have to turn off that. You going to turn the green screen swag off? No? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Boom. You can see a little bit better. There we go. Nice. So, oh well, my welcome goodness. to the show. Where are you from, where are you from originally? You know... Uh, I've been in Colorado over 20 years, but mm-hmm. originally I'm from Detroit. Wow, okay. Michigan, yeah. Shout out to right. Detroit. So, yeah. Got the hell out of there. That's, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, ah. that's, yeah, I moved out to Colorado when I was a teenager, so I've been here a while. Oh, Dave. I can now c- say I'm Dave. a Colorado No, I was just, because uh, Mark had the. Uh, Tightened it up. It's okay. Yeah, Mark there we go. It up. Yeah. <laughs> Scooch in. Yeah. So, you, so you got here 20 years ago? That's great. Like before the crazy, before everybody else came. Yep. I've been here a while. That's where pretty much, yeah, my glasses evolved is here. (laughs) 
So. Right on. And were you blown glass when you got out here before, or is this uh, where you sort of started? So I learned down in Arizona in Cave Creek. I ran into someone like, what, 23 years ago, and they were a friend of mine, and they were just like, let me, you know, bring you to my studio. And they showed me a couple things, you know, and I was like, wow, I really want to do this. And then I just started doing it. I just want to go I've to a doing place it named ever since. Cave Creek. Yeah, Cave Creek, Arizona. Yeah. It's like an artsy town outside of Phoenix nice. in the desert. So you got the fever, basically. Yeah. And did you uh, continue? Were you continuing working under somebody or are you just kind of self-taught or how did you go with this? So the I'm pretty much that? self-taught and taking classes along the way from some of my favorite artists like, yeah, Robert Mickelson. I have the pleasure to know like so many amazing glass blowers and, you know, you all work together and collaborate over the years and Learned yeah. a lot of stuff, like yeah, working with some of yeah, I mean, yeah the best it, of the glass best. Glass right? is great to watch because it's all organic and people are, you know, feeding off each other's stuff and helping each other out. And sometimes it, it's great to watch because it's like glass blowers are as dramatic. Like I had a uh, Carl. I don't know if you know Carl Termini. You know Carl Termini, Termini Glass. No, I don't think so. He uh, he's he was based in Amsterdam for a while, but he he's a uh, he was uh, heading Cornell's glass division basically for a while. So mm-hmm. he's like real high level. Um, but he was learning in Holland with another guy who was super scientific, you know what I mean? And then at that time, he was bringing his American sort of wackiness to the table. And this, But then he learned under this guy Hans. And Hans is like making precision, you know, glass pieces that are super expensive and have to be to the millimeter, you know what I mean? There's no fucking around. And yeah, scientific. And it was funny to watch because when when, Han, when Hans was teaching Carl, Carl, I was like looking at it like, you know, I, I see I see the value in it, but I also didn't see that the future was going to be what it was, which was it all went scientific, you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden the whole game went that way, you know what I mean? And it kind of shifted back. And uh, the art scene's been very interesting to watch because, you know, it's like... Uh, even with the amount of artists that there are, there's always new shit. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. Like it's this is like a crazy straw. I mean, I'm totally looking at is. this the way it goes around. So I can see I the... Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And that one... Be a great, oh de- be a great deemster part. <laughs> and you're high. <laughs> it's like... Absolutely. Because it take a little second before it got to you. You get that extra... You get an extra second to think about it. Like... And that's what I use this for, like, you know, specifically to ingest your medicines. Whatever those. Ceremony, maybe. Yes, ceremonial, whatever those medicines may be. I have a, yeah, a lot of inspiration from, like, doing medicines, plant medicines. Yeah, I saw that on your your IG. So it was right away because I showed my wife, I'm like, wow, it's like right up your alley, right here. Boom. Yogi. Holistic medicine. I was like, just, my, my wife was big uh, fan, big fan. Yeah, you know, yeah. I had some friends uh, call me up yesterday. They saw I was going to be on the show, and they're like, "Oh, do you know Adam from like you know the medicine community?" And I was like, "No, actually, I don't." But yeah. I know you from like back when you had Hood Lab, and right, that's awesome. I know we'd come blow glass there with the nonprofit that I ran at the time, the Colorado Project. Yeah, because I was right, right when you walked in. I was uh, like, "Wait a minute, I know her." Because <laughs> I already knew. That I was like thinking, yeah, hood lab days were good. I mean, that's kind of what we're recreating here. You know, the idea is to that's great. bring it back. Cause that was a big place. 
Yeah, yeah, that had, have shows that had a different vibe. Um, this is not a big place. Well, it's bigger. She doesn't even know we have a whole back here, which is oh, so. It's, you know, okay. once we get that all rocking and rolling, mm-hmm. this nice. place will be big. But um, that's cool. Yeah, and that was also interesting because that was the wave of glass where it was like on the up, 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 ticking up, you know, and then it kind of peaked out at one point around. Right when I had my glass gallery, <laughs> when I got so uh, that was kind of the well, the, like the cannabis out. industry really affected that, I think, because Canna- a, a lot of our buyers like that's where they come from, the cannabis industry. And then, of course, you, you know, follow yeah. like cannabis pipes or oil rigs. Sure, so. it is like that. That I think also, I think to be quite honest, I think crypto kind of killed it too, though, because a lot oh, of interesting. A lot okay, of people I never even thought about that from aspect. the collector's point of view. You know what I mean? Because there was a lot of kids who were just running around with five or ten pelly cases with $10,000 pieces in each of them, all their money invested yeah. into that. And then once Absolutely. they saw, like, hey, wait a minute, I can just sit on my phone and make money. Ah, fuck it. Fuck the glass. You know what I mean? The glass was too dangerous. And right. it, it was also, it kind of, yeah, there was a peak moment. And the peak moment felt like it was right when we had our gallery. And it was kind of like, wait, I just saw the bottom just drop out of this market immediately. And it was kind of weird like that because it went from, like, it was too many shows. There was, like, five different shows oh, going yeah. on saturated with like trade shows you mean trade shows and people trying to do pop-up shows that were just kind of competing on the same okay, weeks and yeah. stuff and i was sort of seeing like mm-hmm. oh everyone's got the fever now because they think it's going crazy you know what i mean and that kind of yeah. a lot of new artists started and yeah, yeah. i think the way a lot of people started blowing glass kind of like with growing weed too. it's, it's, off, it's so <laughs> and it, they go so hand Everyone in hand starts growing weed. it goes so hand in hand right and then also yeah. it's it's the I'll teach you, and then I get to keep X amount off of your first X amount of harvest. And that was like people tried to do that back in the day. How do they do that with glass? And kind of like glass blowing, yeah, exactly with apprenticeships. Like really? Yeah, yes. that's how a lot of <laughs> people learn how to blow glass. Right. Yeah. Oh, I see. You work for them it's, while you learn your craft. The, um, yeah. right. Absolutely. It's the Tom Sawyer sort of vibe. You know what I mean? Like, hey, how can we make. You know, you want, you, you want to teach them, you want them to learn, but then the hard part is, is it's also like you watch. Th- Sometimes they pass you up. They become way better, and you're like, God damn, they got, well, I guess uh, they, they just got it. You know what I mean? Great. It's like same with DJing, same been, with a lot of stuff. You're just yeah, like. Yeah, I've had a couple of really amazing apprentices who are doing great. All of a sudden, you're like, wow, they got a natural just gift, and you're like, well, guess I'm kind of learning, learning from them now. You know what I mean? That, yeah, but you can take just take credit in that you were the, you know, the spark that got that person going in that direction, and they might not have ever known they had it in them until you taught them. <laughs> That's a great honor. You know? Yeah, because I've taught glassblowing for like over a decade and I've mm-hmm. had so many students and yeah, it's very gratifying to see where they go. I mean, people talk Always. about being, I was Bob Snodgrass's, you know, <laughs> Jason says he's the seventh, he was the seventh uh, student and you know, then you've got uh, Cameron Tower who I've got one of his pieces and it, th- that's the lineage. Do people keep oh, trying yeah. to, you know, your first 10 or Snodgrass is so sweet. Yeah. yeah. He's a very nice man. I've said it before that in the was... show. I bought my first uh, glass pipe from him and his really? wife at the Eugene Saturday Market in oh, 92. Wow. Maybe it was 91. But 90. Yeah, that's he used impressive. To have, that's, well, that's a collector's item now. Yeah, broken. Glass breaks. That's the nature of glass. <laughs> I, I'm a klutz, you know. That's why I'm sitting here still I've completely learned, triggered. I've learned over I've, years, though. It's just like, even though you love something, you almost don't want to 
tell yourself how much you love it because that's when it fucking yeah. breaks. Like the I've minute you've broken a lot of the, glass. The minute you really, really, really appreciate it, though, it's fucking weird. Like I had it with a fro uh, piece. I'd, like fro gave me this piece years ago in Amsterdam, and I, yeah. I, I, like, <laughs> I lost it and I didn't really lose it. My friend ended up taking it to Oklahoma years ago and he hit me up and he's like hey man I still got that fro pipe if you want and I was like oh this is so awesome I get like reunited with my pipe after 20 years or whatever get it have it for like a couple years oh, you know and then I, I was that. in Vegas with I was in Vegas at that thing when we went to that that fucking deal and I'm going out to the car I have it in my top pocket and I reach down to pick something up and I see it go out and it just goes like bounces twice you know like dink dink I'm like oh and then the third bounce I was like motherfucker I was like, but it was like that. that yeah. I literally just fell. thought about it, like maybe an hour earlier. Like, I really love this pipe. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, so it's like, it's like anything. Same with grow rooms. Same with everything. Like, just don't give yourself, don't, don't love yourself too much on that moment in time. But love what you're doing because it'll, it'll run away from That's you. That's the Family Ties episode with Michael P. Keaton where he says. I loved my life out loud, and it broke. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's what happens. That's kind of like glass. Yeah. No? <laughs> Same with grow rooms. I had it when I had a big fire one time because I was standing in my place going, I'm so proud of myself. I, like, I was patting myself on the back. You're doing so good. Oh, look at this. And I just fucking, like, yeah, 2 in the morning, got the call, and it was like, really? So, it all, oh, my God. God, I just was sitting there admiring my work. Like, I'm so. Oh, I'm wow, so, you yeah. burned it down? Oh, yeah, to the ground. Oh, wow. Yeah, but in the 12 years that it took <laughs> to for my pipe before it, it broke, Bob's, you know, the prices of his pieces went up astronomical. And yeah. I think I spent, I, I probably didn't spend more than $20 on the oh, first wow. pipe or 25. I mean, that's what he charged. That's a nice, know? it's clear and uh, silver fuming. <laughs> Very, it's as simple as it gets, yeah. It was It's so beautiful, though. It was be- ah. Those are the color changers. Yeah. The well, that was, and that was the funny part was I was selling glass in Amsterdam in the 90s and the early 90s and it was kind of, that's where I met Jason and a lot, a lot of glass blowers came over, you know, and every time they would come, they realized that people there just didn't spend the money on like they were just like, you want how much for what? You know, and I had to sit there and explain. And I had my little, you know, black thing, and I put the piece on top and show the color changing and explain to them that it's gonna, you know, it's it's gonna come out. The more you smoke it, you know, pull out my piece. <laughs> and it was funny to watch because it was like the idea point. of color changing right. was like chameleon it glass. Just, it changed every. Right? Yeah, that, it was cha- it literally yeah. changed the game yeah. as far as like you know people had. That was your selling point, you know oh. what I mean? And selling glasses was was tough because, again, like I said, I would have to like explain. I would only I bought off of Americans and I sold to Americans, you know what I mean? Even though I was in Amsterdam, I was like, no oh, Dutch wow. guy ever bought a piece of glass off of me ever, <laughs> ever in the history of the twenty years I was really? there. Oh never like two percent of the Dutch population smoked grass. Yes. Yeah, they smoke hash. Yeah. So it was definitely a less struggle, <laughs> but at the same time, it was. Uh, from the opposite side like people would come there with big dreams and hopes and dreams in their case and they'd be like fuck I'm leaving town tomorrow who the hell's gonna buy some glass so they'd come to my shop and I'd be like well you know I'd love to trade you for some weed sure. like, oh fuck I should've came here first and I'm like you know then later I explained to people like, come here first trade me for some weed and I'll hook you up and then we'll make it work because there's like again it was That's like uh, I knew I couldn't sell it but it made my shop look great you know what I mean and I had a lot of Wow. Like ham came through one time and it was funny because I didn't realize it. But then like 20, 20 plus years later, I'm at Champs and I, I'm looking at his shit and I'm just like, dude, your shit is the 
the bomb. Like it was just so good. Like all all hammer work stuff it was just functional and just again it was scientific, functional, and smart. You know what I mean? And just yeah, they don't have like glass pipes in Europe because I um, I actually was a guest. There's a couple out. people, but not much. Yeah, there's yeah. a few shops. There's like they have cheap Chinese the, pipes that are in all the. And now that our Indian guys are on, I can say cheap Indian pipes too. <laughs> Mostly cheap Indian yeah, pipes. It's a 10, 15 bucks or euros. That's it. Because yeah, they that's know they, well, that's, that's the thing is need. they just think like I could buy weed for that. So why would I? You know, you can't go more expensive than the weed they're going to buy, which is uh, and they're not going to spend more than ten or twenty bucks on weed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like they don't think like us. Like oh, but I can. There's like one Dutch guy for every ten thousand Americans who even has a pipe. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> He's not. He's doing it because he's cheap. Because <laughs> they're really cheap right. to begin with. So, yeah. I went over for the um, European Glass Symposium, and mm. I was like a guest speaker and did a little, like, lecture and demo there on making glass pipes. I was like the American right. pipe maker guest. Okay. You know, it was like a uh-huh. a novelty for them. And they were glass, but, yeah. glass. They were full on just glass people. Like, like uh, Yeah, it was all glass blowers from all over Europe. So, uh, Which was, country was that in? It was in France. Oh, okay. It was right outside of Paris. And mm-hmm. so it was all like, you know, there's a couple of people from Amsterdam I met, really nice, like, you know, people who do beadwork. Mm-hmm. There's guys from, um, like, Britain and all over hmm. that come. Yeah. But you were the, you were the crazy pipe chick. Right, exactly. People and are into it. Crazy American People pipe chick. Very oh, that's, into it. A, that, that's your Instagram, yeah. right? Crazy pipe chick. Oh my god! <laughs> right? You're okay, so, so everyone, funny. you better grab it right now. Somebody crazy else is going to get it. <laughs> I come up with those, and the one I came up with, what was it last week? <laughs> what four twenty? Four twenty and me was available until it was available that morning, and then somebody bought it. In oh the afternoon. wow! Someone heard your thoughts. Yep. No, I said it on the line because oh, we had a guy that was wow. doing this. We give away. We give away millions of dollars in secrets. On the show, all yeah. The time. Now somebody's going to probably ransom the site to him. Of course, you know, because oh, wow. I told him it. He should have bought Dave. it. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. It was I gave. No, it's not. Thanks me. I he had thirty seconds, and in fact, he had thirty seconds plus the entire night, because it didn't get bought until sometime the following afternoon. Dun dun dun. Thank yeah, you, so Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I wouldn't mind solving crime. So that was last year, you said, or. The European thing, or the what? Uh, no, it was like, uh, yeah, it was five years ago. Oh, okay. pre-plague. Yeah. Pre-plague. Yeah, pre-plague. <laughs> yeah God. BC before COVID. Yeah. Right. Be- yeah. I like that. Yeah. BC before COVID. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. BC. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any? Sh- you you do any independent shows or any kind of group shows or anything like that lately? Or. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, most of my work is uh, down in Orlando. Shout out to the Orlando Glass Gallery. They just did an all-women's um, glass gallery. So I have a lot of stuff oh, down cool. there. The, yeah. Awesome. Newer stuff down How's there. How's your Orlando scene? What's that? Like? Uh, you know, Florida's cool. You know, they have, they have cool art and so really cool things going on there, yeah. Um, there is a show coming up in New York at the end of September, which is pretty cool. It's going to be a, a tattoo and a cannabis show called Dazed and Tattooed. And I got Jason in there. I got Jason in there blowing glass. But it's kind of like, yeah, it would be, I think it's a, it's a cool crossover. It's a good, good, good demographic because there's a lot of tattoo people who obviously smoke weed, but there's also the whole art 
mixture too. So I'm trying to get DabX. That's why I was saying to DabX to get some tops made so we can get some art, artists. Uh, I, I actually, I so asked him to send a few out. So I think we're going to get some, and we can, you talked to her about that already? Uh, nope. Oh, so we were, because these guys also do the same as uh, Puffco and those guys where we can oh, get yeah. you a... Uh, oh, a base? A base uh, you can work oh, off wow. of. Oh, so wow. Absolutely, the yes. And so the really cool part about this, though, which is which all glass blowers love, is that it's, it's, it's symmetrical. It's not like coming off at an angle, so you don't have to think like weights as much as you do have to think about it, but you don't have to think yeah. as tr critically because the problem with the cool. other ones is they come out at an angle, so if you make it too heavy, it's going to fall over wow. at the base, right? Whereas this is coming out in a straight line, so you can get real creative. Yeah, this part actually pops right this off. This comes off. You can see right there. So what you would get is and then the glass this part here, out. and then you can just build off of that whatever you want. So nice pretty sick very, so yeah, very easy. we uh here i am trying to put it back together but <laughs> but we can definitely uh try to get you a, a top sooner than later because i think it's in like in six weeks at show but i think it'd be uh, uh it's a cool it's a it's definitely a good place to to showcase oh wait it. the show is in six weeks we couldn't ask jason Jason's nine weeks behind just for orders right now, just in case anybody wants to. No, know. I know. With glassblowers, you got to give them years. Got to get. I had to work. With, it's the same. You have to like with artists, glassblowers, everything. Give them a long time because if you, absolutely you don't want to rush. We're going to do it at the last minute anyway. Doesn't matter what you tell them. <laughs> exactly, they're going to like try to crunch it in. Yeah. You, yeah. You don't want to say. Yeah. yeah maybe you should no. start now. It's like no. Nah, <laughs> I'm I work better. I work better under pressure. I know how it is. Yeah, some people can't. Definitely, when there's a deadline, it has to be done. Yeah. So and with glass blowing, I can tell it's definitely. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're in it when you go. So it's like you don't just, you know, you kind of. You want to go to completion almost, or it's fast. It's like once you start putting things away, it's like you lose the momentum. Well, that's what I was asking. Um, I don't, we didn't even get the proper pronunciation of his name. Who? Oh no, oh, yeah. was, well he was calling yeah. Iran. I was Iran. I don't know. Well, when I was asking him how people smoke cannabis, I was hoping he was going to say, you know, oh we use a pipe, and then I was going to segue right in and go, hey, how would glass pipe oh, blowing no. work? But yeah, no, smoke yeah, but yeah, they can no, smoke you know cash that they, in a pipe. You know that India ruined the glass market. I mean, between oh. China and India, like I had guys that would come in. This guy, um, what's his name? Manu, right? This guy Manu would come into my store in Amsterdam, and he would, I would have a piece made by somebody, and he would buy it, send it home, send it to India, come back like a couple weeks later with a hundred of them, because it was right when Inside Out was kind of the hot thing. Oh wow! It was like when Inside Out he worked, he was using them as like prototypes. So he took the Inside examples. Out idea and just ran with it, and it was like, wow. I was showing my other friend who was making the pipes. And he was just like, are you kidding me? And I was like, yeah, I can get this for $6 now and like 8 and 12 You know, and he was like, no, those are like 60 And those are like, you know what I mean? So like his like mind was blown. And they could just crush because they could really replicate some, especially when it was at that phase because inside-out work is not that complicated when you compare it to what people are doing nowadays. But it's oh like... Oh, my God. That's like 20 years ago, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, that's exactly what, we what it was. Doing. It was in 93. It was in 93. So, I mean, it was it was hot at the moment. It was like, oh, my God, inside out. Or, you know, it was like... But it was also because it was thick. Yeah. And it was very sellable because a lot of the stuff at the time that people were trying to sell in Amsterdam before that were all this cheap, super thin 
bullshit, not even borsilicate, just like glass, you know, like heat it up too much, it's going to break or whatever. It's just like it was crap. So, yeah, Mark, put the alien So for them, it was an improvement. And for most people, it was like you couldn't sell. It was almost impossible for me to sell my glass that I had because he just came. Once he came with his Indian glass, he completely tanked. Like every shop in town had it. And I was like, wow. Uh, but they don't have that alien wow. I just saw her work on. No, that was that was, oh. that was blew my mind. So that, uh, yeah, I was working on that at Sonic Bloom Festival oh uh, this gosh. summer. Yeah, I can't wait to finish that. So it's actually a mushroom alien. Like there's going to there's a bunch of mushrooms that are like going to be growing out of them everywhere. So that's a collaboration uh, we've been doing in our glass dome. And we bring the dome out to like different art festivals and blow glass live and set up an art gallery and do collabs. So this is a collab um, I'm working on with Jonathan Russell out of Tucson and Jellyfish Glass out of Loveland. So I'm kind of putting it together there. And uh, yeah, so we bring oh. out a pretty big installation. Nice. Yeah. We've had Stephen Bates hanging around here a little bit lately. But oh, nice. It's been awesome. Yeah. It's funny because he He's came back. He's a good homie, yeah. He came in and it was like, we were talking, I was talking with, um, I don't know if you know Kip, do you know Kip? Yes. Okay, so I was talking totally. with Kip and she's From talking about, yeah, she's talking about him. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I know Steven. And she's like, duh, duh, duh. and she's like, yeah, that he's right over there. And I hadn't seen him in so long. I was like, he's right over hey there. Gosh, I go, and then I walked funny. over, and then I walked over, and I look, and he's 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 funny because he's got that like, my, even my wife said it. She goes, oh, Steven, he's always got that kind of like, you're kind of nervous look, or not nervous look, but like he's kind of is he is he mad at you she's or about something? About to break something. Yeah, just like he's kind of got that like, uh, and, he, and he does. And I remembered that from before. I was like, yeah, he kind of always did have that. And then I looked at him, and I was like. It is you. Like, hey, man, what's going on? I haven't seen you for 10 years or something. I don't know. Wow. Eight years. Wow. Seems like. That's yeah. awesome. No, he's awesome. But yeah. he's, such a, he's such a good glass blower, too. It's like, it's there. Because my wife was. Our kids play together. I, I was like, you know, there's yeah. talent. There's there's so, there's some talent. And then there's guys like that that are just like next level. Oh, Steve Bates is like the mad scientist of exactly. glass blowing. Exactly. Like, he, he blew me away with this with the first uh, torch, tube. torch tube thing. I was just, I like sat because yeah, yeah. I was at my place and I'm looking at it from across the room and I'm like, am I fucking tripping right now or I don't it's see what I can't, cool. I couldn't see how, what, where. It was all blowing my mind out. It's just like one of those moments where it was like, <coughs> huh? Like, oh, oh and later. his flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, we had that at a show. Okay, we, we, yeah. we did a gun show with him and uh, Pogo. Uh, Pogo's <coughs> awesome too. Pogo's yeah. another one of those guys cool. who's like um, flamethrower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It shoots like a 50 foot flame. <laughs> like, it's crazy. He yeah. has to do it like in an empty parking lot. And that's exactly what we did. It was awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, take it to the next level. Yeah, some comedian in the 80s did. Because uh, first I was blown away by that, the torch. Then I was, take it to the next, you got to take it to the next level. You got to at least do a flamethrower. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was, a I, comedian did a bit on that. He's like, you know, do you ever think of the person that thought up the flamethrower? standing over here. <laughs> Something's 50 <laughs> yards away, and you're like, you know what? I'd like to set that thing over there on fire. And hey, then what we came about up your, with the uh, your boy from Dry Flower? He's got to call in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. to get him to call in. We'll give him a few more minutes. Well, we are, it's 645, right. so we only have a few more minutes to get All him in. Right. So we're going to give him a good half hour. But we can cross over. Now she's already here. So There he is. Oh, no, that's Rand. Rand's here. Hey, Rand, oh, what's geez. going on? Now what's going on? <laughs> 
Ren's in the house. He's been lurking. Have you been lurking back there? Or what have you been I've been lurking, watching for a little bit, enjoying, just enjoying the, the podcast, loving it. Cool, cool. Well, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank one, you. Thank one you. week to go from the big, the big show. One week to go. We're we're almost there. We're you know we're dotting all the eyes and crossing all the T's, getting everything printed. So we're really excited. We're ready to party. And it's officially Rare Evo now. It's one hundred percent right. RareEvo.io. Yes, that's correct. Jason. See, everybody's here. Now we got a full party. And you wanna you wanna pick up one of these pieces of glass, right, to give to some of your VIPs? Oh, he was we just We can get you a good deal on them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We should try to get Pogo out there this time, though, from last year, because like, he did the he did the NFT pipes. Remember, you saw those, right? Yeah. You saw those. Yeah, that was yeah awesome. I like those. And so he is doing a crypto show. So it was kind of right up the alley. When I mean, last year we were supposed to have oh. Pogo there, but he he wasn't feeling too good. <laughs> he had a big. He was doing one of the. Cl- he is the classic late last minute glass blower guy, like the classic. And so he had spent the whole night before working. Welcome also, Jay, down there. See? It's the best time Dry Flower Solutions in the house. Is he connected? What up? Oh. What up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Welcome back. Welcome back. Turn Can the phone sideways. Oh, yeah, you got to turn your phone sideways to join the club. <laughs> you guys got me? You got me there? We got you. Can you hear us? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dun, 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 okay, dun. Yeah, I got you. Got you right. just checking in. I'm on I'm on kind of a weak Wi-Fi, but we'll see. Try turning your phone sideways, see if we can see more of your beautiful face. There we, there go. we go. Oh now you're now you're now you're there. We didn't want Rand taking up the whole yeah. screen and yeah, Rand was taking up too much he's such a beauty. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> so for all of you out there who have gardens, you're you're working at a, anywhere in the cannabis industry you eventually have to harvest. And we, we have known Jay at Dry Flower for a couple years now, and everybody that we know that uses their products just loves the efficiency because we, we try to equate it to how many MTIs you will replace when using this technology. I'm thinking just those, each hanger has got to be at least two MTIs. So a whole hanger, room fuck, of, you're really lowering. Yeah. His, you're lowering his quality. Dude. Well, like, after today, he point. didn't want to do shit. You know, oh, yeah, I mean, he's kind of pissed off. Right yeah, now. he's he's kind of mad. He Came might turn your cap- mic off. He like, might. He might. He should. So <laughs> t- tell us about what you have going on because Adam spotted it. He said he went to your site and saw some uh, quite a significant upgrade. I was like, I said, looking good. It was like packages and. And I got so much going on there. Yes, yeah, so much going on. I just uh, I'm in Vegas right now. We just wrapped up the cannabis conference here at, at, uh, at the Paris hotel. It was a blast. We got a lot of traction and, you know, lots of new innovative products always coming out that, uh, that just enhance the system and enhance the, you know, our flagship product, the J hanger and, and our pro hanger series. But yeah, I mean, there's just, we have such a, we have such a, a catalog now. There's just too much stuff to talk about really. And it's uh, individually, it's crazy. It's got, it's gone a long way. Um, and we've, we've, yeah, man, it's just, it's just blowing up. We're blowing up. And I mean, so, are, are we with, are we within the lead time right now that if somebody made a call to you that you could get them set up by harvest this year for an outdoor crop? Yeah. 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 For sure. It dep- I mean, it depends on the level, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're at crunch time right now. I mean, I'm just like, I was just, I'm just sending emails out and, and 
like letting them know like you better pull the trigger because so many people are that it's at some point it's I, I'm not gonna I can't serve everybody you know I'm mom and pop so I can't I, I won't be able to get to all of them hopefully kind of you know you hope that's the case you know the year the year that busy so but yeah we, we can probably serve them up if they're doing less than you know 10 15 thousand pounds at a time oh, yeah no, I think we can take no, care no, of them no, for no. sure Thank you, Bianca. Ten, fifteen thousand. Yeah, pounds. Not a couple hundred or maybe a thousand pounds. We got you. I got you. I got something for you. Yeah, it all it all starts with the call. You know, we got to we got to chat and find out what they're doing. You know, how much are they knocking down at a time? What are their current SOPs? What's the current infrastructure that they already have? They're already using. And then when we kind of dive into that, from there we assess. We generate the perfect system, which starts with a three D CAD render of their dry room and a quote. And then we just go over all the, you know, the the nuances of like, you know, small rack, large rack, indoor, outdoor, all these different uh, considerations to make sure that they have the perfect system and they're just going to crush it at harvest. You know, that's our goal. Really customer service, man. We want people just using it, loving it, telling everybody, showing everybody and just getting that great experience of like a clean, smooth harvest instead of the standard shit show. <laughs> right. This is the video I think that did it for me. That's why I reached out to you after I saw this, right? Or something very similar to this. You know, you know what? The funny thing about this video is this, that is the very first time I emptied the pro hanger. That's the one that slides on the, on and off the stick. It's similar in function to the J hanger that has the handle, uh, but it slides on the stick. But that was the first one of the first testings that we did several years ago. And to this day, it's one of the cleanest videos. I mean, it came off so smooth. Everything with the sunlight was great. We filled the tote in like 30 seconds. You know, it's like it's it's kind of ridiculous, honestly. But, yeah, that's one of my favorite videos. I only wish I had a, a, a dry flower shirt on and, you know, to brand it. But, yeah, the, the content's pretty awesome. It really showcases how fast the system is. Well, plus you're, it's your first time, and you're, so you're genuinely happy, and you can tell. So you're like, look at that guy. He's fucking happy. I don't, oh, I didn't realize he's the owner, but whatever. Uh, it's all right. So, you, know, you can see the, the genuine yeah. like ease of it all because that's – the funny thing with, with, with uh, Dryan is like there's so many times where like everything is fine until you get to that moment where you have to start taking it down, and then literally – one hangs on to the next one, which grabs the next and knocks that off of that. And you're like, ah, like just, I, I've been in this, I've been in moments where there's like buds hanging on my head while I'm, I know that if I turn around, I'm going to yeah. knock more of them off. You know what I mean? So I, I can appreciate the, Absolutely. the organization yeah. side yeah. of it all. Cause I've, yeah. Nets behind you. You're like, yeah, <laughs> weaseling down a row of nets and trying to get shit into a bin and like not, you know, get it all over you. It's like fucking nightmare. Yeah. Well, the minute it I, is, it really is, you and, know, this, and you don't think about it, but I mean, obviously, some people do. It's like every mis- every time you do that, you're you're just, you know, costing yourself actual cash at that point. You know what I mean? Time yeah. is money. And, and it is. It, 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 it's hard to put. A, you know, it's hard to put a price on the feng shui, like the the user ability, the joy that you get from the system, because it does enhance the the it enhances the experience tremendously. I mean, it makes it enjoyable and fun and smooth and clean and organized so you know it, it's le- it, it, like i said when you get rid of the shit show and you have this really smooth you know greased machine that's just operating properly it feels so good to you know bring flour down when it's dry it feels so good to hang up you know fully loaded sticks or fully loaded hangers i mean it's just a different feeling 
than hanging nets or, you know, some other, you know, all the nonsense that, that goes on that you have to do that's just run of the mill. It's so far from that, it's hard to even quantify, you know. Well, again, like I've seen many, many places not not plan ahead, and that's like the most critical, it's literally the most critical fucking part of your whole thing, right? It's like you're, you're down to the wire, yeah. you know, and a make or break yeah. situation, and there's, I have hardly ever seen people take like a shitty crop and make it better by their drying techniques. It's usually the opposite. Take a beautiful crop and completely yeah, exactly. annihilate it. You know, you'd be like, oh my God. Remember what Jonah says. He's like, Dad, we I've harvested. I've annihilated probably, dude. Yeah, he says there's 47 ways the other people that are going to touch this plant are going to fuck it up after I just grew it as best as I could. <laughs> so yeah. the amount of hands you can yeah. take out of, the, out of the mix only lead to a better product. So do you have anything new coming yeah. on the horizon? absolutely. Any Less new, touching. Any new tech coming out that anyone needs to know about? Man, you know what? I have this this new tech out, the newest, the newest tech... Um, it's called a quick connect post. And so essentially what we do here is we, we do, like I mentioned, we do a 3D CAD drawings for people so that we can, we or they can install their racks into their space. Now the racks either consist of two, two by four lumber posts or sometimes unistrut posts or even pallet rack, okay? But what we offer is our own in-house post. So when you put two posts, and you mount them from the floor to the ceiling. Now you have the rack and the sticks go on horizontally, you know, every couple of feet or so, depending on the size of the plants that you're hanging. If you're, you know, usually we like to hang short branches, but sometimes people want to hang four foot plants, five foot plants. That's fine. So we have what's called the quick connect assembly. The quick connect assembly allows you to take your, let's say you're growing in a 20 foot room with a 20 foot ceiling. You can take your 20 foot post attach it at a ceiling mount and then the post just rests right on the floor it doesn't hang from the ceiling it just rests there and now you're ready to throw your sticks on and your hangers on and, and fill the space and as you work your way out you're going to put the posts into place where you need them fill the sticks and hangers onto the posts and then back your way out once the materials dry you're going to remove the sticks and hangers off of the rack pull the posts out of the room and then move into the space. And by the time you get everything down, there's nothing left in the room. You can now trim in there. You can drive a truck in there. You can do whatever you want. So if you want to utilize your room in literally an instant, it's so baller. I mean, it's 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 an incredible, it's an incredible innovation. I'm just honestly, you got to see it. Everybody that sees it loves it. Most people want it, even if they don't need it. They want it because they want to have that function. They want to have that ability even if they don't you know just to just to completely clear the room in seconds or put the racks in as needed i mean it's just a game changer you know for for again for function right it's that functionality not only of the product itself not just the hanger not just the way that you can utilize it from the grow room to the dry room etc not how fast you can empty it but how you store it how does it what happens when you're not using it right, right? when you're not using this stuff it disappears, it collapses, it goes away, and it frees you up to do whatever you want to do. So it's really game changer stuff, you guys. I mean, people that use the stuff, they come back and buy more 99.999% of the time. The other 1.01%, they, they're, already, they're already good. They got enough. Right. <laughs> so, well, yeah, and if you're growing, if you're, I mean, the good part is it's expandable and because it 
can break down so easy. So I like that. So you can always get, yeah, you can always add more. Yeah, it's modular and just, yeah, ever expandable. And it's still dry flower solutions. We, we equate D- it to like Lego. D-R-I. Yeah, dry flower solutions on Instagram. Yes, sir. Yep, dry flower with an eye. With an eye solution. Yeah, we've got a few channels on Instagram. They're all dry flower with an eye. Does the done deal promo code still work for like 75% off? I thought it was 99% off. Just oh, sweet. Oh, giving shit away better. for you, for you're your guys. Better. <laughs> 5%, I think 10%. the promo code worked. I, I got to check with my tech guy, man. I've, I've been so, man, we've been, man, we've been busy. It's the, it's that time of year, you guys. We've been busy. I'm in a trade show right now. I'm on, I've got the whole family here in what, Vegas. It's been, sh- it's been incredible. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to check to make sure that code's on there. But if it's not, we'll, we'll make sure it's happening today. What was the uh, show in, in Vegas? What was it, what was that one called again? It was the uh, Cannabis Conference, so Cannabis Business Times. They put on a conference at the uh, Paris Hotel. Gotcha. It was good. It was really good. Uh, great, great leads. I mean, really, all real players in the cannabis space. Not just, you know, stoners or people that want stickers and stuff like that. They want to, like, see weed stuff. But, like, real multi-state operators and real you know real licensed operators that are looking for real solutions so it was a good time it was worth our time for sure um everybody that you know we can come in contact with it's a grower it's worth our time just to meet them and show them what we have because what we have is so revolutionary in most cases they just need to see it you know they need to understand it they need to see it if they don't see it they'll never know we exist they'll never buy it they'll never save money they'll never start crushing they'll never well how would they know clean up the shit show that they're doing right now yeah. yeah, well, most people don't know. I mean, most people don't realize that there is a, you know, ready-made solution. And there's, I mean, I've seen a few other designs, but there were always these, like, kind of, uh, like, the old poster rack styles, you know what I mean? Yeah. Have those, those, and then, like, yeah, 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 yeah. again, you're back to the yeah. same problem you said before, where it's like, okay, so now there's no, nothing trying, so you got this, just, that whole room is full, so you can't switch it out for something yeah. else which it is nice to be able to yeah. uh have that extra space when needed because you, yeah. you never know especially with, with cannabis situations you know that extra space yep. might save yeah. the day right you know we've got we have such a yeah we've got such a diverse uh tag uh, just so much so much equipment we set I, mean, I don't think i've ever set anybody up the same way twice you know everybody it has uses a combination of different equipment whether it's power racks or longer sticks shorter sticks longer hanger smaller hanger different levels i mean truly you know there is nobody there is nobody in the cannabis space there's nobody that does anything close to what we do or what we offer not even close i mean we are a true complete system for hanging and organizing cannabis you know hands down nobody even comes close it's well, you then you, you need to add another website, Dry Flower Custom Solutions, and just buy that right now because you know somebody's going to buy it because I'm, I'm on a roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm on a roll. But not, that, wrong. Uh, Jay, not wrong. Jay, thank you for your time. Well, that, Appreciate you guys you putting up with us running a little late. Um, dryflowersolutions.com. Yeah, or, no worries. You got to Or Dry Flower yep. Solutions on Instagram. Yes, dryflowersolutions.com. And uh, tell them you said Yes, sir. You heard That's right. With it. an eye, Dry Flower with an eye. That's it. That's all you need to know. If you're in the game and you're growing it, you might want to make sure it's harvested properly. And uh, we're gonna, that's right. 
Thanks Got again. I appreciate your time. We're going to speak to Rand about his rare yeah. Evo now. It used to be rare Bloom now, but he's changed. He's Thanks, rebranding. Guys. Don't say that. Dude. What? I'm not allowed. To. <laughs> he's going was... to get in trouble. Why? Later, Jay. Why don't you tell me about the things that I'm not supposed to say before the show starts, you know? Rare Evo. Somehow, somehow it's funny because when it's cut out like that, it somehow feels like it's in Switzerland or something, even though it's only... It's down the road at the airport, <laughs> but it feels like Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, that picture. Every they time I look at it, I'm like, "Where the hell are doing it?" Oh yeah, I like the Gaylord. Did you, oh, did you get a discount from the? Uh, from Did they give you any kind of discount this year since since they got bad press from the entire HVAC falling down on top of the? Did you hear? You heard about that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I heard about that. So many people <laughs> blew up my DMs uh, yeah, like, when that happened. But they're like, "That's yeah. your spot." You're officially yeah. yeah, you're officially representing Gaylord Hotel. What exactly. Exactly. No, what happened? Oh my god. Let's, the whole, let's hear the story again. The whole like in that uh area, that swimming pool area where they had the little jacuzzi outdoor thing, or it was the indoor one or whatever, the entire uh HVAC mm-hmm. system fell down from the ceiling and crushed like like didn't hurt any like hurt one person, but no didn't like kill anybody, luckily. But it landed right exactly where I was sitting in the thing. I was like, that's exactly where I was. Like, like yeah, it was pretty nuts. Fuck. I don't know even how it happened, but it was kind of weird. I, I have no idea. I think it's still under investigation over there. Um, indoor pool will be closed. But outdoor <laughs> pools open. Lazy River, which is the most important, will be well, open. Well, now you're not so. October, so you can go in and appreciate the Lazy River. Last time it would have been a little cold, a little chilly. Yes, we're excited for some summer fun at the resort and having a good time. Uh, definitely excited to have you guys out. It was like one of the best parts of last year's event was kind of seeing, you know, we're a tech and blockchain and crypto event and seeing the tech, you know, nerdy side of folks kind of really get to enjoy some cannabis fun at the booth that you guys had was amazing. And I think you guys smashed it there. Everybody was looking forward to it as we talked to them for this year so really really excited yeah. to have you guys back out as well we're all it, it actually and my, my son nick it's he's super stoked this is officially now because of the timing we're like this is your school starting now this is official school so it's like how cool is it to go to a blockchain event as your school for the free he's already got cards made he's ready to go <laughs> he's like he's, he's on it this time so yeah looking forward sweet he got a job yeah last, he got a job last time with the solaris guys so Oh wow, that's what's up. Yeah, it's uh, we've grown a lot this year. Lots of big guests and speakers. You know, we've got uh, Elena Banner, head of blockchain for Microsoft. Dale Christie, he's the head of blockchain for FedEx. Um, so really good topics and speeches there on like actual real world use case for blockchain. Elena is speaking on you know financial enterprise adoption and what like J.P. Morgan and PNC and other banks are doing to adopt blockchain. And Dale Christie's talking about like how do they identify package senders and things like that in over 200 different countries um, and decentralize that with like UPS and DHL and all this stuff. So it's it's actually really fun and, and interesting stuff. And and then we've got all the after parties as well. Um, we've got the, the, the dispensary coupon code. We've got a, a Thursday night kickoff party with, uh, you know, a nice rock band playing. Friday night's a hip hop night with Chris Calico, who used to tour with Tech Nine, uh, and then Saturday night we've got a whole bunch of DJs and EDM stuff going on. So tons of parties for everybody as well. That's awesome. Parties. You can, you can your DJs can come down here and warm up if they want. That's uh, so high because we've got the setup here. So 
they want to come do their practice their sets before you know if they got some it's all about practice guys yeah a little pre pre party we should uh yeah we, kick can, off. we can do pre or post parties <laughs> or pre 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 or pre post or post pre post pre pre post pre, post pre. Post pre. what well i mean the gaylord was pretty tolerant last year as long as we went outside to smoke they didn't really nobody said anything to me and i smoked a lot so yeah, I was blazing all over the place. I was hitting the pen inside, and uh, yeah, I mean, that, allegedly, that nobody ever allegedly, stopped us. Allegedly, allegedly. Ah, whatever it is. What I'm it is. a big fucking trouble, man. I'm coming to your house. <laughs> so I hear you have the presidential suite reserved for us to do the show on Friday. Yep. Yes, we have a presidential suite for the podcast to kind of get filmed in on Friday. So nice. yeah, we'll have we'll have some good time up there and. Uh, be able to party down a little bit. And I'm just wondering, did Mark send you uh, Adam's rider? <laughs> I have not seen the rider yet, but uh, whoa, definitely. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sure then just we'll have to review then. all of that. Make sure yeah. you got paper in the printer. Yeah, get ready. It's yeah. going to come, come out like multi. It's going to come out like a Bible. I'm wait a minute. When is the show? It's next. I got to go to the Bronx and get a bottle of kombucha for you. I'm thinking you might Actually, not have know, enough time. You know, it's pretty funny. It was when we went to... Um, we were at Cypress Hill. They had the, the guests. They had a room for friends and family type situation. And we went there, and there was nobody there. It was just us because they were all these guys. They were doing their uh, Philharmonic show, so everybody was getting dressed or whatever. So we went over, and it was like just made for us. And it was like they had video games for Nick and his friend. They had uh, so they had two video they had Galaga and uh, Pac Man. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Galaga? Galaga, Galaga, whatever. Galaga. Galaga. <laughs> Galaga. Galaga. <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm talking about though. Anyway, they had that, they had Pac Man, and then they the had dude. and they had two <laughs> you know, the customer. Devin and the dude, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they had uh two they had two different kinds of kombucha on tap. And I was like, dude, this is fucking epic right here they don't even know it's perfect it's like yeah it like sweet never happens usually it's the opposite usually it's like and eh, we got some free cores light <laughs> as much as you want it's colorado as much as you want <coughs> um it's the silver bullet so it's friday saturday sunday that's the Friday, Saturday. Um, Friday, Thursday is the kickoff party gotcha. for exhibitors anybody who buys a vip ticket um, and then, yeah, Friday and Saturday is the main day of the show, 9 to 5. Perfect. And the after parties are 8 p.m. to midnight Friday and Saturday. Get your and are you that gonna, ticket. Are you going to want some VIP boxes made up since we I've been ducking your call for three weeks? Yes. It's so important that we have, like, I tell I him every, every time I tell I him, and he's like, huh. I don't think you guys realize like a lot of these executives that we're dealing with here are looking forward to that. Like, like, so it's going to be, it will be different. Put the pressure on It will be different than last year. Just put the pressure on them. Word got around from last year and people are like, I, it's not going to be the same. People are like, I need to get one of those. Yeah. It, 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 it will be a good gift box. We have one of our partners at Dutch Botanicals who's going to put something together, but um, it, I, I don't know if it's, like the last one, you know, we had like a dab pen in it and everything. I it think was all out. It was yeah, all out. It, it's going to be a little different. But, but we'll put something together for you. you just It'll let, be beautiful. Let, let me know what your price range is, and I'll make sure something happens. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get it done, man. I'm, I'm excited. 
Um, well, wait, you know, everybody's really looking forward to it. I know you want to talk about your your conference coming up, but I want to talk about the elephant in the room: the fact that the the like the most generous poker um, person keeping the community going, Ben's Ben's, put you into the main event. How fucking yeah. cool must have that been? It was a really good time. Uh, Ben's Ben's and I go way back for a few years. I was like one of the first to do a podcast with him back in the day. And, um, you know, as soon as I saw it on Twitter, I was like, I'm in, you know, he said, I want some people to fly to Vegas and race Ferraris around a track. And, you know, winner's going to get put into the main event. And I was like, I'm in, what do I need to do? I'll book a flight right now. You know, no big deal. And he's like, book the flight. And so I flew out there. He gave everybody a little bit of a travel and hotel budget and because i'm a degenerate the mgm was kind enough to give me free hotel rooms <laughs> and i took an allegiant flight for extremely cheap although i don't recommend that to anybody fly delta save yourself <laughs> allegiant that's like worse than spirit it, is. it was the absolute worst but i spent the money on going to the track the day of the race in the morning and purchasing myself practice laps no, but that nobody else did. Oh, you cheated. Mm -hmm. That's not true. How is that? Oh, yeah. you, anybody oh, could have yeah. practiced? <laughs> nah, no. <Okay>, That's, <laughs> That's a good move. That's a good move. Good move. Okay. I, I ended up winning by one-tenth of a second. Wow. So oh, yeah. that practice really helped. Um, everybody only got five laps. It was a great group of folks to race with. It was an awesome experience. I was shaking when I got out of the car. I had to definitely go smoke a joint uh, immediately after getting out of the car. That's uh, awesome. It was fun. That's a good way to. That's a good way to win. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched a video that Ryan DePaulo did, and uh, it shows Ben's Ben's handing him the two thousand to get into the Millionaire Maker, and then. You know him proceeding to torch it in flames and twenty big blinds, <laughs> late regging like five minutes before it was done and starting with twenty big blinds and just trying to shove, 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 and no, you know. Yep. But he, yep. I, I love his videos by the way. So you'll have Joey Ingram is is still confirmed coming to town. Yeah, Joey Ingram is absolutely confirmed coming to town. He'll be doing a fireside chat with Elena from Microsoft on the main stage. Uh, he'll also be doing a fireside chat with um, Mickey from World Mobile, which they've got some amazing stuff planned at the event with uh, some SIM cards for folks and their mobile plan that's rolling out in the United States. So, Well, really we'd cool love stuff. to have him on the show Friday if possible. I mean, he just did the best three days of commentary for Hustler Casino's PLO event. I mean, he did, I think at one time, went nine hours straight straight and he talked he explained the game i bet you there are thousands of new people playing plo right now he he really he crushed the description i actually i had a bit of a man crush going on there and i tweeted something like uh to hustler saying they should have him on as a commentator more and yeah uh, he retweeted it look at that the great the great oh. game of plo as he calls it uh he's definitely a good steward for the game of poker and and yeah, he's uh, another friend that I've been talking to for a long time, being a poker player, and really excited to get him out just because of the intersect between poker and crypto and what happened to all of us poker players when Black Friday happened. And that's really how I even learned about Bitcoin and Ethereum was being a degenerate poker player and depositing on America's card room when it was banned in the US. I had to deposit with Bitcoin, and that's what caused me to purchase crypto in the first place. And that's why. 
I feel like you see a lot of poker players, professional poker players from the past decade, you know, have gotten into crypto so early and really understood it and capitalized on it because of that. So That's I think so, it's going to make for a good discussion. That is that is the absolute opposite that's an irony of my experience. I, <laughs> I, I've been playing on America's Card Room for so long that I deposited early on in cash and just had a bunch sitting there. And when I went, and I, and I won a tournament, and so w during the plague, when I went to withdraw, they, they're like, it has to come in Bitcoin now. I mean, it used to be different. And so I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, let me figure this out. So I do the whole deposit request, and it was when Bitcoin was so volatile. These fuckers took six days to cash me out. Maybe it was more than what they, you know, they, they were used to, you know, cashing people out for 50 bucks. And they sent it at midnight mountain time. So I'm asleep. By the time I woke up, they sent it at the height of the market. Like they waited until it peaked. They sent it to me. By the time I woke up, I'd lost 15% of the value and I was an anti-crypto person. You know, it just, it fucked, it was, that was my experience. I remember those days uh, completely trying to cash out and waiting so long for the cash out to happen. But think about it if you would have held. Oh, we don't have to tell that story again. I did that. <laughs> I put a hundred bucks in a Bitcoin teller in 2011. And right before the transaction where it was going to print me the receipt of the, I think I had 38,000 Bitcoin. Okay, uh, for the hundred bucks at the time, because it was just barely after the pizza exchange. I got scared because it asked for me to put my driver's license on the screen and then take a photo of me. So I canceled the transaction and got my hundred bucks back. But <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I would have sold it at a hundred bucks, so it would have been fine. Oh, well. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, you know, it's so hard to hold through all the ups and downs, like you said, it's like really volatile and it's not much known about it. It's kind of like betting on the internet in the late nineties. Like there were so many websites out there. You didn't know which one was going to make it. You're kind of in the fog of war real time. That's why I think these live events are so important. And we practice what we preach going to a ton of live events. That's where we met all these exhibitors and speakers that come and, you know, listening to Microsoft speak and FedEx and all that about what they're doing. It really, cuts through the noise of all the stuff you hear on the news and like the Sam Bankman Freed and the FTX and the over leveraging and the hacking and all that stuff, it, it, you know, it's that stuff's really good clickbait and makes news. But when you like really dive into it and see what people are actually building in the ecosystem like that, when you hear about FedEx and, you know, you know, JP Morgan and other large banks out there discussing, you know, financial enterprise adoption of, blockchain technology you start to realize like okay this there's an underlying technology here that, that people are playing with and it will get useful in the future similar to in the 90s with websites there were a ton of websites that people scam people for things and all types of stuff happened but at the end of the day you you got amazon you got google you got you know windows and everything else you know yeah i was watching the history of the, of the like kind of tech tech history thing the other day and it was like i was starting thinking back like 93 I guess it was like 92, 93. I was living in Amsterdam and we got our, we had a website and where we got the internet. And it was like, and I was trying to explain it to people. And I was like, you know, we had our, we had like, this is, it was like some crazy thing too. It was like my friend's name forward slash 
fucking something something it's something 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 else it was so so long and dumb and it was like the world wide web man it's like the thing and we're yeah. like we're trying to explain it to they're like what are you fucking talking about right now? And I'm like, oh, dude, it's going to be big one day. I'm telling you. And I could, but it was totally unaccess- like unaccessible in any way, shape, or form. There was no, it was, and they, they did a good job of explaining it too because it was kind of like, oh, because it was about Web 3. That's what it was about. It was about Web 3 and it was showing how original Web, then Web 2, then Web 3. And Web 3 makes, a lot of people don't even know it exists. You know what I mean? They don't understand that because they're all living, still living in Web 2, man. Oh, so yesterday. <laughs> you're, so, you're so Web 2, bro. I think it's like, you know, it's kind of like in the 90s when people were so enamored with basic websites and stuff. And now you just kind of, it's just a part of your nature. People live in it. They have a smartphone. Like, it's the same with crypto right now. It's so early. The people that are playing with it have to be so technical and just really dive in and do some stuff. But in the future, the whole point is, is that anybody, you know, playing one of the video games that will be at our event should never even know cryptos in the background. Um, it's just rails that things are built on top of. So, Rand, how old that, are you? I'm 37. I'll be 38 in January. Do, I don't know. Do you remember when websites first went up, when a website would start to load, and it would take a while to load? You, oh, yeah. You could not navigate away. Like, the buttons did not come up for you to navigate away <laughs> until the banner ad completed loading. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, I, I I get you. There's a there is a driving force behind this, and we've we have come a, a long. Oh, now long people freak way. out if the shit takes more than one, right. you know, one <laughs> millisecond. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? This internet sucks. You know what I mean? You're like, really? I remember somebody like- <laughs> saying, "If you send me that megabyte file, don't worry, I'll download it over my morning coffee." <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's it's definitely come a long way uh, i'm seeing so I, I i chatted with yvonne this morning or is he not coming to denver luthra who yvonne luthra uh no he had uh, a family engagement in india yeah. and couldn't make the trip so yeah all right he, he uh, yeah well i'll tell you but we talked about an interesting thing he's going to trying to open up a uh a burger franchise in Zanzibar. <laughs> Mr. Beast, he's, going, he's going all Mr. Beast on it. Yeah. Like, wow. He's like, I can do yeah. burgers if Mr. Beast can do burgers. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Be- Mr. Beast did fail at the burgers. So. Well, he's suing everybody now for making yeah. burgers. He's, he's like, he's like, I've never had a Mr. Beast burger. Whoa. I've never had one either. Yeah. And I've never had one either. So there you go. You're a vegetarian. <laughs> Three though, so. non, yeah, yeah. non Mr. Beast people. Actually, most people don't realize Adam's a level five vegan. This he doesn't eat anything that casts a shadow. This guy doesn't know. No, I, nothing I that know screams. It was nothing that nothing, screams. Nothing that screams. <laughs> we can make noise. You know, if, if, if it squish eggs hard if enough. If it, screams, <laughs> if it screams, I ain't eating it. And don't give me the lobster story because that ain't screams. That's just there. Shells having pressure. So, it's just more torture than there you can even imagine. But Rand, let me be the nerdy risk manager that I was for my fraternity and say it'd probably be a good idea for you to send out something to all the attendees that for the few days prior to coming to altitude, that they really start over consuming water because it is the Hydrate. absolute best way to oxygenate your blood by hydrating and it can affect you lowlanders no you need what you need is you need to get your own water made for the show so you have it when you get there no it's too late if you're waiting to come up to altitude to drink 
you've waited too long. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember. I put a hundred sickness. Yeah, I was yeah. the the notary for a doctor and helped put like one hundred fifty thousand patients into the medical program, and he that was his number one thing: hydrate, hydrate, hydrate before coming to altitude will save you a ton of problems. It's extremely important. Yeah, we tell everybody that at registration just so they know. You know, industry oh, kickoff yeah. party, everybody's having a lot of fun. Just make sure you throw a bottle of water in there um, and and watch out. People don't really realize still, like you said, it's too late right. and you're wasted. And so. how many <laughs> how many tickets have you sold to the Adam Dunn meet and greet to meet Adam for all the? Oh, we're at at least four thousand. You guys got to be ready for the book signing. I mean, your hands gonna hurt. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm you're, ready. You're ready for that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Giving away a hood limb? Are, are we getting sure. Adam in the dunk tank for charity for St. Jude's? Oh, man. Is that happening? Did you guys did you, did, did you get <laughs> we it? Do. No we, way. we do. We do have a dunk tank for St. Jude's. You're welcome to get in it. You don't have to, no though. But, yeah. Way. Dave's been dying to get Dave's into it. Are you serious? Dave's Dave in. has been dying yeah, to get into it. Do really serious. have one? Where's that? Yes. St. Jude's has Hold raised on. over $4 million Where's in crypto. Odie, are you from. listening? <laughs> Odie, are you listening? No, this is the one show he doesn't show up. I know. Really? Yeah. No, that's right. He told us he wasn't going to be here this week. Odie? Uh, yeah. He, he want, he, I mean, it he would wants, be. Tell him to fly he out want, here for he one. He will Let's donate to St. Jude's. He'll and, donate to uh, St. Jude's <laughs> as long as Dave's ready to yeah, yeah, yeah. the tank. Perfect. Love it. Nice. Yeah, it's some fun we're doing with St. Jude's. They've raised over $4 million with crypto, oh, with uh, tokens and NFTs and with stuff like tanks. that. And with dunk tanks. Yeah. yeah. With, yeah. With, well, the dunk tank was our idea, and we had to get it approved. Their legal was like, you know, going to make sure nobody's going to get hurt and all this stuff. But it was, uh, it was really cool. It was fun. It was a fun process, and we're happy to kind of have that charity they're, they're hard to get the man i'll tell you they're they're booked up you go to you try to get one in the summertime here fuck we they're like man we're booked up for six weeks out here it's like okay don't i was already looking at them last year and i was like we're we gonna build our own because we're growers we could build a dunk tank we got enough i got enough <laughs> scraps around here i was already looking around there. i was listening to him talk about it i'm going that's a death trap no. so yeah, it, yeah. It, yes absolute death trap that's the I, first thing that that was I my saw, force majeure I that's saw. why i found the company that you can rent them from i'm like this motherfucker's gonna have my legs cut off for worse <laughs> you might bang your chin on the way down yeah. what, what could that do like can i do any damage no, i don't think so yeah. little chin job by the way before we were done here i took one dab out of this glob father um the super booth fuck oh my goodness so you guys if you're out there you want to go to um, tankintopscannabis.com and Tank take and a tops? look. Take, take, and take. Tankin? Fucking, it marked or put Nubba, it up. We'll, 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 there it is. There he is. See, look, that was fast. Fuck, Mark, you're good. Mark, oh, look at him. He's all now. He's like, just like, whatever. Whatever. He's in yeah. whatever mode. It's gonna, I'm going to come out so fast. You're not even going <laughs> to, before you thought of it. So Rare Evo, uh, you still selling tickets or you sold out, Rand? RareEvo.io tickets are selling literally multiples a day right now. They're flying uh, off the shelves. I do believe the hotel block is completely booked and sold out for staying on site. But those local in Denver, come on out. There's plenty of hotels there on Tower Road as well if people are traveling in from out of town. And it's definitely going to be larger than last year. We are growing like leaps and bounds and really excited to party with everybody this year. We're already... Uh, Looking at 2024 dates and stuff like that as well. So, well, Rand, cool. we Adam was not fucking around when he said we give away million dollar ideas here left and right. So, Adam and I, we want a piece 
of the idea you're about to get right now, okay? <laughs> Hit me with it. Rare psychedelic event where we bring in crypto to the plant medicine community and show them that if they can find a way towards individual wealth and prosperity, they wouldn't have to worry about what will be a horrendously expensive $15,000 mushroom journey here in, uh, in Colorado. Is that what it's about to cost out there? It were, uh, were um, three grand or something, thirty-five like hundred yeah. or something stupid. It's like dumb numbers, <laughs> numbers that don't make any sense. You're like, what? no, it does make sense. Honestly, I listened to somebody give me perspective on it. It does make sense when you're, you're talking about a therapist from, yes. sitting with someone for possibly eight hours, guiding them through life traumatic experiences to help them rewrite pathways and not see trauma as a roadblock but just something that needs to be navigated right so i can understand that but three grand is is a is a is a lot of a lot of we money. need some insurance coverage oh my goodness yes yes of course we do uh, but this is the first Any step this but is yeah the first um, step. we're always in for new and unique stuff like um you know with the cannabis adding you guys last year to the crypto event it really was a big hit um with everybody and you know, same with like a lot of the music and artwork stuff. The art that we did last year was a massive hit. So we're always looking to kind of branch out to not be that like cement floor convention space where, you know, you're just walking around aimlessly shaking a thousand hands in a row and there's nothing really unique that sets your mind off to think about something different. We're much more boutique. You're in a room with chandeliers and carpeting and We've got artwork and painters good, and good lunch. Do you have a great glass lunch, blower? Great lunch, great breakfast. I was always like, nice job, guys. <laughs> do you have a glass we, blower doing a demo? We do not have a glass blower doing a demo. Would love to make something like that happen outside or or wherever we can. That, that's when you start getting. Hey, you know. By the way, I need to have an open flame. Exactly. In, in your building next week. Last minute, perfect thing. They're gonna love that. They're gonna love that's gonna be the one that's gonna set them up. For I them. think outside, right next to the dunk tank, we have uh, the <laughs> Doge Pound and Avagachi. They're doing a puppy decompression area, working with a local shelter. So there'll be well, a bunch of puppies. Around, you roll around with puppies in the field or something. Or in the, yes, oh, there's no, gonna be no, a bunch no, of puppies no, no, outside. No, no, no. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Dave, Dave's taking Dave's home gonna at be least right, three dogs. So wait a minute, you got puppies and dunk tanks. This is it, Dave. <laughs> you literally. My, he literally created his dream world. Right? My daughter is not going to let me come to the event because I'll come home with 12 puppies. Oh, my uh, gosh. Dave rolling around with puppies. All. No, you're lucky. You're lucky I can't come I home with any because I have an almost 12-year-old pity at home, oh. and she's my only dog, and I promised her she'd be my only dog. And uh, so no puppies yet. A couple more years. No, but, no puppies. But the photo ops with 12 puppies. Oh, yes. Dave rolling Remember around. when you did that thing about if they could catch a photo of me in the wild during the plague? Yeah. And uh, the only person to get one was uh, Michelle from Ozo Coffee. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, she got the free seeds. Yeah, you came out. It worked. You came out in the wild. Yep. All right, yeah, so I have a feeling the, the puppies are going to be a great content generator um, with everybody going out there taking some photos. So. We'll have some on the show. Content generator. You know, puppies. yeah, thinking about content generation. What's up? Commercial. Have you yes, we are the on Studio it. Ozo oh, channel yeah. on YouTube yet? It's, it's kicking ass. Because he has live streams I know. twice a week, if not more. Yeah. Yeah. I got the hours. Live yeah. DJs. Live DJs. Live DJs. We got, we got like Dex 5, here. impressions in 10 days. We got MK1200s down here. We got people setting up controllers down here. 
So it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. So you're, and, and I think next week we're gonna have a bunch barbecue. of uh, rare Evo DJs. Oh yeah, barbecue, rare DJs, and wings. And we have wings, and we got rare DJs. Rare. Oh yeah, rare. Is that what you said? Oh, rare Evo DJs. Yeah. See. See what I said there? Nice. Evo wings. Evo wings. So come drop by. Stop hitting the table. Making a noise. No, no it's the, the nervous about the glass. Here's two. He's still feeling nervous. good all Don't you time. feel like you can tell they're all settled in? They're nope. looking good. Come on down to so high, 4300 West Alameda. <laughs> That's how we do. That's, That's how right. we roll. So high cafe. Order some coffee. Ozo coffee. You go to Ozo. I get in early on Monday for our events, so definitely gonna stop in and check it out. Oh, for sure. All right. Ozocoffee.com. Enter Dundeal twenty three at checkout. You get twenty percent off all of your orders. They'll mail it anywhere in the United States. It is by far the best coffee you will ever try. Yep. Yeah. Good. So we're putting it down. It's all so this. predictable though, because like I gave Susan that coffee. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she now she hit me up. Every day, like I can't drink anything else. It's the only thing that's good. I what went to Costco and I bought all the different kinds, and they all suck. Let's sell some coffee bags <laughs> at Rare Evo. Oh. We can get bags of coffee to sell. We probably couldn't sell coffee made because they wouldn't. The hotel will have some policy against. Of course that. they will. Hmm. But Dave, go to Dave, oh, Dave's. Dave's. Uh, you can give day. away one ounce samples. You get the little instant. Yeah, deals. dude. What are you doing? Get the instants. Well, okay. Just Dun- get a couple Ozocoffee.com. Enter Dundeal23 for Dave's going to wear a uh, five-gallon bucket on his back of cold brew. And exactly. Poop, <laughs> poop it out <laughs> in the cups in front of people. Squirt it. <laughs> super soaker it into people's mouths. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can already see it. I can yeah, see it. Yeah, right I can see it. All right. Ozocoffee.com. Like 94 cannabis cup with the fucking... Yeah. Dundeal23. Do it. right. Good shit. Buildasoil.com. If you're growing organically and you're looking for the best of the amendments and inputs that you can get, go to buildasoil.com and use the done deal. But to do that, you got to call 855-877-SOIL and talk to them direct. They cannot do it on their... They can do really good stuff with soil. They're not so good at the... Terrible at discount, at discount codes. codes. <laughs> discount codes, they're not doing this so good. Yeah, they fucked that one we up. We are responsible for five years of done deal for every single product, for every single customer. It wasn't five years, but it was a while. It was it was long enough that they realized like they made a huge mistake. So they were like, fuck, we gave a lot of people a discount without knowing. Cause, so anyway, so you got to call in if you want that. But if you need, again, these everything they have, if you look on their website, is like shit you'll never see in another grow, in another... Uh, grow shop or because it's like unique products fermented plant extracts our friend there miles with his fermented plant extracts is is right there and they've got a whole slew of amazing products so check them out use the done deal if you want to order from them and uh get a discount grow some organic fucking weed please and And tomatoes and food Yo Absolutely chips. the best product of 2023 that da, 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 I have da, da, been introduced da. to. In fact, was it 2023? Yeah, no, I met him in November of 22. Yeah, we just so this product, you tried it when we smoked a joint tonight, mm. saved Adam and I from COVID. Um, Wook flu, uh, the plague. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, like without even Conference cough, um, you name it. It's, it is. Your own tip. Well, you keep and, the tip and, and a plethora of herbs, probably. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? We've avoided herbs. so many things. Um, <laughs> just even a cold, we're avoiding it, and so and they make your joint fucking smoke better. I just right? guarantee, like every time you you notice it right away, you're like, yeah, it's that 
difference because like the, anything when when it's going in with papers, it gets wet or whatever. It's got a little bit. You have to keep kind of grinding on this. It's got you can grab it with your teeth a little bit. It's got a bir- it's birch too, so it grows real quick, and they can they mm-hmm. harvest it. Uh, it's recyclable, obviously. And, and shout out to the Yo filters. Oh, these, look, they're getting these the, little Yo tip seems filters. Seems like they're getting those XLs out Fuck there, yeah. huh? Yeah, they're they're coming. They are no, coming. No, I see a lot of people smoking on them too. So oh, sweet. They're, they're and you're them. you're about to see Yo tips at the the dispensary of dispensaries, the largest dispensary on the planet Earth, Planet Thirteen, will be carrying Yo tips soon. So uh, you'll Las be able Vegas. to. I mean, and what a place to really launch at a major store in. The, it, it, the, right. What is the joke? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas unless it's an STD. So it, 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 you take that with you everywhere. So think about it. Yo tips, protect yourself. You're smoking joints. You're coming. It's conference season coming up. Oh. I mean, we're, oh. we're coming upon them. You're going to sit there outside of MJ BizCon with like, how many joints do we smoke out front? I mean, a hundred in the three days. So that's that every time you do that, you want a yo tip. So go to yoproducts.com or yotip.com and, uh, or find them on Instagram at uh, yoproducts. I'm sorry, yoproducts on Instagram, yotip.com on the internet. Done deal at checkout. Just spoke to JW today. Um, a whole new Green Farms Med. So if you've been there like a year ago, two fridges now full of yeah. shit too. He's like, I got so many products, I got everything, I got everything from everywhere. Yeah, he was pumped. That's how he's really diversified what he's selling. Is that he's reached out to every really top of the line vendor in Colorado, and you're gonna find them on the shelves of Green Farms Med. So they got the Turbo Core. They're gonna have the Num Nuts THC peanut butter soon. They're gonna start selling Dab X products wholesale, or they'll they'll you can get them there. Um, but you got to be a medical patient. So if you need a med card, you can reach out to Holos Health, Dr. Joe Cohen, and he'll give you 20%, 20 bucks said he's off got your like visit. Butter, like churned butter. He's, nice. <laughs> like he's got all, he's, got oh, every, yeah. he's like, I've got every product. That's awesome. He's I crushing. haven't seen anything like that. I remember a long time ago at Kind Love, I got this like butter. It was actually butter and like a little like. I think that's what he's like talking crock. about. It was like a little. Well, that's what he's buying from Kind Love. Maybe like it's from the ceramic. same. Maybe it's oh, the same. I bet you it's the same people. I bet it's the same. That shit was awesome, dude. Because it was like a thousand milligram products. butter or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah. So he's got. Green he, Farms he Med. literally said he's never had this many products in his store, but he's crushing it right yeah. now. Nice. And he's going to have yo tips. Look at this yeah, order online button that just showed up, too. Sweet. So that's nice. So Enter done deal at checkout, 10% off everything in the store. Boom. Green Bros. Green Bros. So Green Bros has been with us for a few years now, and there are extraction companies that will not even accept your flour and trim unless it comes from Green Bros processing equipment. So you go to greenbroswithaz.com, and more than likely you're gonna you're gonna want to speak to a rep there and tell them you heard about it on the Adam Dunn show. Well, you'll get five percent off any big ticket item, but if you order online and you go to this bucket right here, which all you need is a homer bucket and a drill, and it, that's it. And it, that, that is three MTIs right there. You don't have to at tell At this point f- in time, it's like five because he don't give a yeah. fuck. He could care less. You don't he give a even, fuck. just look at it and go, whatever. That you don't have to right. trick your friends into the harvest party to come over and trim your weed. You just get one of these buckets 10% off when you enter Dundee at checkout. 
Apothecary Farm, Colorado and Oklahoma. Fuck, we don't even have that asset oh, for a dunk tank now. Dispensary. Now we got it. Speaking of oh, the company that won't take it if it's not processed by no. Green Bros. Yeah, so uh, Apothecary Farms, they just restocked up, got a bunch of new flavors, brought some of them in today. Um, and, uh, you know, home of the uh, eight gram baller jars. Uh, if you want the best disposable one gram cartridge, um, they have that too. It's made out of hemp plastic. Uh, they got rosin too. They have 14er rosin, and Ooh, yeah. they have uh, just their own single source inside the store as well. They have 14er flour. Uh, Seattle Super Sour is the one that always looks Ooh. really nice every time I go in there. So uh, go check it out. Apothecary Farms, they have five locations. Uh, let's do this thing. Get the done deal if you're on the medical side. And if you're on the rec side, just tell them, you know, you, know, you found them from the Adam Dunn Show. Yeah. They'll, 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 they'll help you out. You up. Uh, apothecaryfarms.com. The single greatest electronic dab rig on the market right now. Engineered perfectly, although they'll find a way to improve it soon you go to dabx.com enter done deal at checkout 20 percent off everything in the store it is the greatest dab rig you will try if not oh well i guess you'll you'll have to wait for another one i saw you guys talking about the uh two gram uh cartridge being released as well it's out i yeah. have i have a couple at home but nice. uh we have to figure out the they're gonna have to come out let somebody know what the viscosity level you know it's uh you, you gotta you gotta know what it is and the, if you are going to use those you do not use the preheat function you go straight to the sesh mode but uh the beauty of it is your concentrate doesn't follow the same path as your reclaim the reclaim goes down the vapor comes up and around and down through the water and the first hit is as good as the fourth hit if you you pack it like we do so dabx.com Done deal at checkout, 20% off your order, and join myself, Adam, and Chris Barnes from DabX every Tuesday at around noon mountain time. If you have a DabX, you're always welcome to join us live on Instagram. 14er Boulder. You know, my favorite dispensary in Boulder. You go to 14erboulder.com, you enter done, is it... Uh, it's done deal, right? It's done deal. It's as far done as deal. I know. Yes. You get fifteen percent off your order, check. your pre-order. Um, it there is such amazing flour on the shelf right now. Right next to the DJC, they have the Truth, Lost Tribe, and Magic, which are some of my favorite strains. They also have this Reserve series coming out, which are just low yielders that they don't grow that often. So mm. you want to check them out. The rosin. 25 bucks plus tax out the door but if you enter done deal you it's get a 10% discount. off 10% off there done you go deal. done deal sorry oh I by the, by the djc that guy's goddamn yeah. good looking you need, you need to put the can up you know get to put it up once no just. well dude i don't know you you the i i just brought up the code and, yeah. and then you're like i don't know yeah oh, i i lost anyway. my cadence there for a second it's okay okay well yeah, put wanna, put it up i like to see my face just gonna take a little time to go. But really, ahead. the rosin is on fire right now. They've got a bunch of fresh press rosin, jam rosin, and cold cure live rosin, and plenty of DJC on the shelf. Oh, plenty go get of that it. one. Ask plenty for it. it. It's their bestseller. Oh, yeah, bestseller. All right, all right. Pegasusbags.com. If you're growing mushrooms, you 
probably already have this bag within your reach. Uh, so just uh, cut out the middleman, get your own bags. Um, if you don't want to sterilize your own stuff at home, if you don't have a pressure cooker, Save then you have. Step. They mm-hmm. save you a step, twenty-five dollars each. You can get the done deal on these mushroom grain bags, and uh, they come with or without the injection port. If you're a tough guy and you don't need the injection port, you don't need it. <laughs> Ooh, tough know? guy, hey, tough guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gonna raw dog it and hey. just stick it in hey. there. You know, what I mean? like, go for it, dude. Oh, you know what I mean? But we're so bad. But they give you the choice. You know, and damn. that's really the most important thing here. Okay. You know. Uh, and, uh, Schmoopsie, how do you put up with them? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, get the done deal. PegasusBags.com. Good shit. The best bags. Done deal at checkout. You get 10% off everything. Best, best. I, Lots of different I mean, products. I, I will tell you, from at the MAPS conference, there are about 30 mushroom vendors, and t- at least 20 of them all had Pegasus bags. They didn't even realize it. They were all just selling them like they were their own. So PegasusBags.com, done deal at checkout. Hell yeah. Mm. Yeah. And real quick, taking tops. Oh shit! Shout outs to the glob, the Globfather. Globfather, very uh, impressed with your super boof, fucker. Super boof, you like that, that name? No. I got a, I got purple mist this week. That's a great name. I is, want purple mist. Is, I don't want super boof. Okay, I'll, I'll trade you. Oh, I got clowns. What was Adams? Fourteen Stradanica. Oh, cool. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. So uh, for sure, Stradanica. Hit up a uh, Linktree yeah. slash taking tops. And uh, we'll put that link out actually for you right now, and uh, you can uh, experience. Just got the word. Guess who's going to come on the show next week? Hmm. Telly? No. He'll be on. He should be here later, isn't he? Where's he going? Where's where's he at? He has a gig tonight. Oh, Oh, too. No, we got Miles coming through. Oh, sweet. Yes. Sweet. He was hoping we have a bar trip town, but we can't. We can't do a custom bar trip town just for him. Wait, why we, we can? Maybe. Come on. <laughs> Come on. So, just Colorado <laughs> Fresh CBD, your only source for CBD cannabis, right? Low THC, high CBD cannabis in the state of Colorado, <clears throat> but they can mail it anywhere in the United States. Oh hell it, yeah! It is. It it conforms to all shipping laws, um, so you got to check out Colorado Fresh. CBD. I my shoulder, my neck was killing me last week. I used that roll-on, and it. I mean, it worked. Magic. I mean, it was really good. That was good stuff. I appreciate the product. Certified labs, USD cert, USDA certified lab. Nice, uh, organic and, and organically grown. So, covers all bases. He's actually growing indoor. He's growing indoor uh, CBD. Like he's not. They're not even. Getting it from like the th- that's so th- crazy. Yeah, literally growing <laughs> indoor, hundred thousand square foot facilities. Yeah. like it's kind of crazy. Sweet. You're like, oh, okay. He really cares. So it keeps about it. So then product. you know that the quality is just extra high, just yep. because it's like you're treating it like cannabis at that point. You know, you're not. It's not coming off the field, getting left in a big super sack and then shredded. Harvested with and then, love. You know, it's like that doesn't ever come through in the final product. Like, yo, this should fucking amazing whereas if it's like small batch or hand done or done like these guys are doing you can appreciate it and Jerome Baker he's got he's yep. doing a custom line for Jerome Baker for our buddy yep. there he's the white label yeah. behind the brand he's get the man the, behind the brand Colorado Fresh deal. CBD yes sir and Hortitech oh I freaking forgot I, I Literally last night was like I gotta go in and get that brush and try it out because I've got a couple buds. Oh, left. okay, I see. And I got a couple buds yeah. left. And I was like, all right, won't, I don't want to do it too early. And I just I don't want to fall in love with it too quick. Well, you go to hortotechdirect.com. You take a look at what they have there, and then give them a call and tell me you heard about it on the show. We had on a North Dakota 
grower, right? North Dakota? Yeah. It, this could quite possibly be the coldest place in the United States. It was minus 70 degrees for three days, and the inside temperature wow. of this double-wall-built greenhouse was 72 degrees constant. Wow. How do you and beat it, that? And, and 60-mile-an-hour winds at the yeah. same time, so it's like pretty wow. dope. And it's, a, and it's light depth. And because of the double wall, all the equipment stays in the inside, so you don't ever have to deal with, like, frozen shit. You know what I mean? Because that's usually the problem. You, you know, think of any light depth, and it's on the outside, and you're like, oh, you know, like it's like a crappy night. You're just like, no one wants to do it. Right. It's hell on earth. Whereas if you're inside, and you're just like, boop, boop, boop. It's like, oh, that was fucking You have to intense. make that noise when you do that. The <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Of course. Yeah. Well, that's how easy it is. I actually, I reached out to them because they have a really killer sponsored ad campaign on Instagram. But Instagram is smart. If you sponsor an ad, you can't share it anywhere else. They totally control it. So he's sending me a bunch, so we'll be able to put them up. But hortetechdirect.com, the, the absolute Cadillac of greenhouses at a Volkswagen price. So... Give them a call. And uh, we got this exclusive deal. If you buy a greenhouse, $30,000 or more, in addition to the 5% you get off, you get six can of brushes to trim. So that's like an extra $100 in savings Five. right there. Killing it. So, <laughs> that was it. You know, Pushed over the edge. Yeah, that was, I mean, you were thinking right about over. it. Now you're like, yeah. why, how could I not? How could you Sold. not? Yeah. Six brushes? There you go. Hortetechdirect.com. Oi, oi. Oi. Culture Biologics. Um, if you're growing uh, in any, anything, whether it be a tent or if you're growing in a large-scale facility and you want to grow organically, you can run into a lot of problems when it comes to uh, testing, things like that. Well, Culture Biologics uh, absolutely crushes it in that department. I've uh, seen plenty of grows and hardly, I'd never see a failure, actually, with this stuff because it's, it's uh, carbon-based. So you're not uh, inherently working with a lot of heavy metals and things like that. So check out culturebiologics.com. Uh, use a done deal on the checkout. And we're going to have uh, Tim on the show. He comes in kind of as a guest host. With his glasses. With his glasses. He's a character, but yep. he's a genius. So if you, wanna, if you have any nutrient questions and you see that he's on the show... That, and you want to just and you want anything answered? Just contact the Done Deal at Adam Dunn Show. Send in your stuff so we have some. Try to stump them because it's really hard. He Throw up Kaysass's <laughs> website because it looks like she's got to go. She's taking off the headphones oh. there. I see. Yeah, throw, you're giving us the cue. Throw, didn't throw have it set up for that. So, oh, or give us find. a second. You'll find it. You'll find thank it. you for bringing in these amazing pieces of glass. Oh, thank you. Guys I mean, for absolutely. Me. And I do want to get you in touch with Rand because. <clears throat> Unlike a lot of rich crypto people, he probably was very serious when he said he might want to have some of these um, in exchange in some type of transaction. And I don't know if it's possible to have you there, but whatever your daily rate is, double it and then Great. send them the offer. You know. But Great. thank you so much. We're, and thank T, you. thank you for Appreciate getting us it. in touch. It was the one of you're 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 a, a wealth a resource for all of us, and we appreciate you. <laughs> and thank you, KSAS, for coming in. And yeah, how, how do they guys, find you? What's your website? You. I put uh, her Instagram up. KSASclass.com. Yeah, I put her Instagram there up. KSASclass. And my Instagram, yeah, KSASclass. Oh, okay. so KSASclass.com. Yep. Well. That's perfect. Thank you. Cool, I got that, too. <laughs> thank you. 
Yeah. Thanks for coming through. Yeah. Thanks. Nice yeah. seeing you again. And uh, for sure, uh, maybe next bar trip time, we'll get in touch about that. So that is our monthly uh, farmer's market we do out here. So and we can we have some more cases so we can bring some stuff, put it in the cases so it wouldn't be. We won't let people touch it. Well, so. we don't want to have like the last thing you want to do is have glass in Colorado at some outdoor market thing with some concrete. Like, yeah, they, it never gets windy here <laughs> like last time when, you know, it's, always, it's that one little whip. Turn around. No, but we have some proper cases. We can throw some of your stuff into. Thank you so much. Give it a home. All right. All right. Thanks for coming through. What's next, Mark? Go to verdenatural.com where you can, they're the exclusive purveyor of Dab Logic Rosin, which is the absolute creme de la creme, crystal of the market. The, the the Dom, the the Hope Diamond of uh, of rosin Dab Logic. So you go to their website. You click you on get? their order online. I got gave you the one that had bubble gum. I in know. It. I got a East Coast Ether. Hmm, interesting. I got the bubble gum cake. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Enter Dundee at always, checkout. You get fire. ten, possibly fifteen percent oh, yeah. off your order, but it's got to be a pre-order. So go online. Enter the code there that you can get JJ from Top Dog Seeds Flower. They had in Black Piff last week. I believe they they might have another run in right now, but it, it went really fast. It is absolute fire. All their flower is fire. They always have apothecary specials going. Uh, last week, you could walk out for eight grams for 75 bucks. I don't know what it is this week, but I'm sure it's very close to it. So you can give them a call or you can order online and enter done deal. The only thing you need to do, terpwipes.com slash done deal. Discounts calculated calculated for you. It says coupon calculated successfully. You just want to get the subscription and forget about it. You just never want to run out of Terp Wipes. Terpwipes.com slash done deal. 0365. The best soil. Listen, if you're a commercial grower, just send an email to Tim at Bio365 and let him put a pallet of soil or a pallet of whatever medium you're using next to whatever you're growing right now. You'll do a side-by-side comparison. You're hooked. There you go. Bio365.com. We will have some numb nuts next week. He called me to apologize. No, he, he just had a he had a production hiccup for a moment. It's fun. Wow. We go back in time, start looking at this. Go look at it. Look He'll it make up. up for it. It He's a great guy. I'm gonna start a spreadsheet. Numbnutsco.com. I like spreadsheets. You can get their CBD peanut butter and enter done deal at checkout. You get twenty percent off. They have a pet line. They have a cinnamon almond line. They have a non-infused line, but if you want the medical yeah. thousand milligram THC, got to be a med patient in Colorado. That's right. Click the oh, find your you nuts see, did, you see, did you see Vinny's uh, numb nut uh, chicken? No. Yeah, dude, yes. that shit was tasty. Oh, you got to that try it. That was one it? of my favorites. Spe- yeah, I tried it today. What do we got here? What you want? Dude, when he says wings, they're pretty fucking good. Come down to so high. Get some wings. Play nah, a DJ I'm set. Trying the mac and cheese, dude. Eat, <laughs> eat some hot wings. Get your vinyl out. A spoon. Get that grease all over that vinyl. Get me some, fucker. Get on in here. You can get some barbecue sauce on that record too. You're good. All right, numnutsco.com. Numnutsco.com. Breckenridge Organic Therapy. Here's the beauty of this one. 
the done deal pre-order code they want you to share with everybody even if you're Everyone. standing there your mom looking tell everybody about it all they have to do is pull their phone out enter it online when you're bangity online. bangity boogity 10 yeah. off everything in the store if you're going up to breckenridge for anything to ski just go online done deal at checkout yeah. breckenridgeorganictherapy.com Sunscape LED. Actually changing the, uh, everything. I, I introduced them to our good friend out in Florida um, who runs the Octane Cannabis brand, and he was so impressed, so impressed with the technology. The ability to just take out Windex, spray it on a rag, hmm. and rub the lights clean. It, you can change <laughs> It's your so funny because I just moved some uh, older lights I had, and <clears throat> as I was moving them, didn't matter what I did, I still ended up knocking a couple of those little fucking lens, the t- micro lenses that are on top of the things, because they just pop right off like they ain't nothing, you know what I mean? Put it back. And like, you don't, you know, I turn on the light, eh, you don't really notice it, but <laughs> do that enough and... That's it. You can never, but yeah, these things, are, they're amazing. Sunscapeled.com. Tell them you heard about it on the Adam Dunn Show. They'll really take care of you. If you have something running right now, we want a, an opportunity to put our LEDs side by side they stand by their products. He comes from the Chinese mining industry. They are the safest form of light you can create right side by side next to pool lighting. So they don't go out. His failure rate is less than one in a thousand. That's point zero zero one. No, the tunable part it makes is what makes it good. So it's like it's tunable. But the presets... That's what I heard really wins it over. So you can tune it because you're an expert. But if you have a little, Uh-oh. a lesser grower. Yes. It's getting <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> Such a fucker. Um, they're tunable. So you can tune your spectrum or you can just push a button on the side of everything. And it actually has preset modes so that you don't, you, you don't let anybody fuck it up. SeedsHereNow.com. Thank you, James, for the show today. Yep. As, as always, bringing us the heat. But if you need uh, seeds and you want to have the best source, obviously, Seeds Here Now is the place to go. Right now, they're doing peach flavor, I think, for this month. So every month, a new flavor. But also, uh, they have... Uh, didn't he do some sort of... Isn't he kind of doing like a... Like a Breeder of the month? Not no. Oh. They're doing that too, but they're also doing like uh, where you get like a seed of the month seed club. Of the month club. There you go. That's what I was talking about. So it's kind of. I think that's taken over where there was the vault before. Yes. Now it's the seed of the month. And unlimited free seeds. So check them out, and then uh, obviously done deal. Check out, and uh, again the best breeders under one roof, and I think they're having national. Let's see that August fifteenth, which was a couple of days ago, was National Dog Day. Then it's a, a oh no, oh no, August twenty sixth. Seeds here now dot com. Check them uh, out. Tons of special. Get the story I'm all, there. I'm all confused. He went backwards in time. Hell like, yeah. What? what we really need to do is go to the Adam dot com and buy a bunch of merchandise. Yeah. Buy shirts. Buy Mark. Buy Mark. Buy you Mark. Know. In the video, yep. doing the song. Buy some stickers, <laughs> buy the logo, get a hoodie, a mug, yep. whatever you can do. And just support send it to Rosendog's house. Help support the show. Make, make us hell happy. Oh, get a pillow. Come yeah. down to uh, So High, get cuddle, some wings. Cuddle a pillow. So High Cafe, 4300 West Alameda. That's where we are. 
That's where you can be. Come down every day, except Fridays. Um, no, you can hang out with us on Fridays. Yeah, but so they're, they're so high cafe is not open. So you go to fungifarms.com. Check out. He has the most amazing information on mushroom cultivation right now. He has easy-to-grow kits. Um, he, what a great guy, okay? Great company to deal with. Fungifarms.com. All right. All right. See you guys next week, or see you for Patreon in a little bit. Hold on. I want to All thank right, everybody. You thank you. Jesus, you guys are the worst. <laughs> you you got to, like, ease it out a little bit. All right. Thank you. Thank I think we just did Patreon because it's 8 o'clock. My beautiful wife, Cece, and Nick, and his, his buddy who's coming so down. I'll see you guys over on Patreon. If you, haven't, if you haven't joined yet, you need to because... That's where the shit goes down. That's when the Globfather gets on here and gets all crazy. Yeah, he gets all buck. He takes his shirt off. He greases his hair back. He slicks his hair back. Gets you his hear hair that? Off. It's just oh. like that, but mic'd. Mic'd like, up. You imagine all that, but with a mic. That's what you can get on there. Right. That's on right. On Patreon? Let's come check it out. I don't know if Landlady's coming through or not. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Where's Landlady? If you're in town, bring it on down to Barbecueville. Bring it on down. Oh, yeah. If you need a good barbecue. Barbecueville. You want to get some brisket. You smoked, get some smoked mac and cheese. Yeah. yeah. That shit was good. A little riblets. I liked it. Coming. Oh shit! Buying right, six dude. plates for Rob Father's gonna so. take that. He's taking in the whole family. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> getting. Everyone, you get rid. You, you get, get rid. chicken. You, you get, get chicken. chicken. All right, come Good on night. down. Peace out, guys. See you on Patreon. Practically every one of the top forty records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. Sweet. Some call it marijuana. Sweet. Some call it sensitive. Sweet. Some call it lamb's bread. The tea. And some people call it.